What's up, creamies? This is Genuine Wrestle Boys, a podcast of four friends made better friends through made better through a love of professional wrestling. I did it and wrong cream. and I forgot it. No, you hit the creamy four, part, which was four creams really, really... made good creams by cream. I, so this uh, is what I, this is what I imagine, and that was a, actually a fabulous intro. Because <laughs> Hi, what, Matt, 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 I know you like Derek. I know he's your friend, but. You don't no, have to it was it was because he's, we he's not signed to AEW. You don't have to pretend like you did a good we, job. Yeah, we yeah. we run this podcast in eras. There was the double toilet era. Yeah, there was the Derek loves Pepsi era that never really went away. It's still um, here. It's still here. The Oster love screwdriver era. <laughs> the Oster love screwdriver era that was it's brief. Weird, it, it was like that era. It, it was it was sweet and it was brief and it was not true. Um, and Very now true. We're, now we're in the creamy area era and so if you <laughs> creamy are, area if you just are starting out listening i am sorry and i understand that you're not going to continue that that you're but not ready you, for how creamy you're gonna get that's the yeah, thing i understand you immediately are like i made a mistake but if you've <laughs> been with us the long haul i was wearing my church pants yeah <laughs> if you if you've been with us for the long haul mm-hmm. it's well this too will fade but you will yeah. have to fucking deal with it yeah, and, unless and this happens what? to be your thing, and that's why you're tuning in for the first time. If you time. like it, if you in like which it, case, in, welcome perverts. Yeah, if you if your ship starts growing, we'll double down. Um, um I, I mean, just, you'll probably be into the other weird shit we'll get into. If like if this is your thing, yeah, we probably got more things for you. We're weird. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Go yeah. back and weigh in on the the milk and Vaseline things. I still think I'm right. <laughs> so, no, when, it's not. When I was on um chew bubble gum and eat ass last week um <laughs> uh, uh i recorded episode with them uh that was like that that has gotten brought up every time i've recorded a podcast with those guys is just the the fact <laughs> that, that we are known as a podcast among the network for being the jizz podcast now yeah so. Why are we the jizz cast? Because on, if you go to, if you go to jizz.biz.com that we fucking made. No, we did it. Koji made that. That is yeah. the networks. Was Michael we Cole wearing that poncho sure. because he was getting too creamy? Yeah. Creamy yeah, it was get, it was getting too it was getting too creamy in uh night one of WrestleMania, which we'll yeah. we will talk about, we promise. Yes. Um, I real quick though, I just want to give a shout out to Bryson, the creamiest of the creamies. Oh my god. Um, King Cream, I don't know King about Cream. That. I'd call him I'd call him a dream cream. Yeah. He's listened he's listened to almost every episode. He has 30 left or something like that. Well, he's but also within the span of like 2 months. Yeah. And we've been doing so, this for like 3 and a half years or something. Guys, yeah, so that is um 2 weeks 2 weeks of recording. Yeah. I I have the stats. It is it's 14 days Jesus. of recording. If if Bryson true was, hero. started a fan club, he would be the one to murder all of us um honestly bryson you probably know more about Yolanda. each of us than we know about ourselves <laughs> yep. yeah thank you isai um I, I thought i was cisgender back then he's listened to a whole lot of a lot of changes yeah. for me yeah <laughs> um but yeah i've stayed about the same <laughs> yeah yeah shit's been pretty linear on my end as well but i mean you, isai, you say that but i did get married jenna moved here since then that is true okay yeah but, my whole life has a guest abby yeah. The dog. Yeah. Yeah, I've gotten um, several dogs. Oh my god. Two. Y'all remember the, 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 the frozen treat creamies? No, I don't. I I I know the box, but I never had them. Probably because they had red food. Ice cream box? Yeah, the ice cream box. But no, it was these creamy. Yeah. 
Okay. Um, well, yeah, we are hmm. a wrestling <laughs> and cream cast on the podcast on the eavesdrop podcast network. Um, go to jizz.biz, check out the other shows. Um, also, you know what? We haven't done this in a while. Go leave us a review on, on yeah, iTunes you or know Apple what? Podcasts or, you know, wherever that stuff is. That would be great. We would love to hear from you. Reach <sighs> out to us on Twitter at Genuine WrestleBoys. Tell us your favorite kind of cream. At WrestleBoys oh. cast, I mean. Yes. Um, give us. If Bra wasn't so bad, I'd probably post more during it, but I, get so, I got so mad this week. Yeah. I almost just threw my phone into the fireplace. Yep. Yep. Yeah. It's a it's it was a bad show. Um and yeah, that's that's all the announcements. Let's get into it. Um AEW had their first release. Evilise. They release uh, yeah. Evilise. Uh it's a good choice. It's a good it's a good first release <laughs> solid, to make. Solid move. Every every other company's done it, so why well, not them? Um well they also released uh was it Sadie Gibbs? And um, Kylie Ray, right? Yeah, yeah, but that—I mean—that was different. It sounded like Kylie Ray wanted out. It didn't sound like um. Well, Sadie Gibbs, I think, was it Jamie Hader? Wasn't she also there? And I think she was released. Um, fucking. Did they um, release any dudes? Be Priestley. <laughs> Doubt it. Everybody, it was people from the UK. Oh, okay. Mm, and I think those were kind of mutual. Like, hey, like get out of this contract, and you know, you won't to it you know yeah now. like mm-hmm. yeah i'm sure was, i'm uh, sure in some cases it was mutual i'm gonna guess jamie like jamie hater could come back and like there, there's people who can come back but i don't think she's going to because uh the word on on town is a couple people are going to nxt uk um, makes more sense and- like stay living over there there's a performance center over there like mm-hmm. yeah and uh at arguably a better brand so I mean, yeah. not, not even arguably just a better women's division. Hands mm-hmm. down. Um, that UK but, division's getting fucking, like, that whole show's just getting back. We're, mm. about, we're about to see, I'm sure, in July, some, some women's division get a very iconic pair of uh, fucking, fucking tag teamers. Yeah. Um, WWE released a big list of people. Not as big as last year. No, um, well, that would... That would be no. wild. Well, I mean, what are they going to try to do? Post record profits again? Come on. Come on. Yeah. They released Wesley Blake, so the non racist one of the Forgotten well, I Sons. Mean, I mean, but he wasn't he actually probably. in the military. The not, the not yet milkshake ducked one. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, the, maybe they're not as upfront about <laughs> racism. Uh, Bo Dallas, who hasn't wrestled since 2019. Even he though he's been paid. there a bunch. I was yeah, like, he, he got on. paid for so long to not do anything. And it's weird because, I mean, I guess he was fun with in the, in the Miztourage or whatever, but yeah. I don't know anything of his wrestling prowess, but wasn't he one of NXT's, like, first champions? Yes. Yeah. Um, and so... And like, oh, he's all, like, he's looked down upon as made, probably the worst NXT champion, and I think that's fair. Okay. Okay. Um, but I like if you go back and watch it, it's really good, effective heel work. Like he got legitimate heel reactions out of like a very like, yeah, the you know the enthusiastic re- crowd that that was hard to do. Like him and and Bobby Roode are like the two NXT champions that were like 
actual heels ever, mm-hmm. not like cool wrestlers who happen to be heels. Yeah, I'll like, say no, no disrespect to IRS, but I do. I feel like the Rotunda family is real, real quality on the character, uh, not <laughs> the most in ring. Which is which is um, funny be- because like Mike Rotunda was like he was known as IRS, and that that came across <laughs> fine. But like everything else he did, he was just kind of a good wrestler, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So well, it's wild that, that like everything is opposite with with the. Well, uh, I mean, they're foundationally I mean, fine. <laughs> Bray yeah. is kind of a good wrestler. The charisma I, just doesn't come across in the wrestling like it does in the. Character. They're they are both you know they're both actually better workers than their dad. They, their dad just came up in an era when you know you didn't have to be uh, fast. You didn't have that. You didn't have as many you know great workers as we do today. All you had um, to do was throw a good clothesline. I uh, also like. Slam. Back then, like that was the like what happened. If you were a good worker, you got a wild, wild, like you know, vocational gimmick. And like it would <laughs> it always be like gimmick. almost every single wrestler from that era that like had a vocational gimmick like that, somewhat you'll hear someone eventually say, you know, they were actually a pretty good wrestler. <laughs> and yeah, right. that's the like the dumpster Josie. Yeah. You had or to be the to barber be, like, beefcake. The jobber. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, beefcake was awful. Yeah, I wouldn't get it. And he's also a little bit, like, he's proto-vocational gimmick because he had a vocational gimmick, but before the uh, the era when that was everyone. <laughs> yeah, before we just had fucking mean dentists out there. And, and also, he was just Hulk Hogan. Which, um, you know, works well, for Eric, works well for Eric Bischoff. Uh, Kalisto is gone. Yep, yeah. Samurai Del Sol he's, has his website back, so. He's going to... He's gonna kill it wherever he goes. Like his name was Samurai Del Sol. Mm-hmm. Oh, sick as hell. What was died? Yeah, like fucking cracked his head real bad on a double boot. You don't like to hear that. I think he's Penny been hard talked him into it. To be honest, he's been in WWE since I can remember. Right? Mm-hmm. He's been there for a lot longer than you realize. Yeah, uh, he wasn't like I remember him when he showed up in NXT. Um, him and fucking Sin Cara. The Lucha Dragons won the uh, NXT Tag Team titles off of the Ascension. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Who were like, had gone on like a year and a half unbeaten streak at that point. They beat everybody from Too Cool to the American Wolf. <laughs> the Ascension, <laughs> I haven't heard anything from those dudes. Yeah, they're I gone too, right? <laughs> they were gone a long time ago. <laughs> they I they also got released know their, a year ago. I also didn't um, know their real names, so... Um, I still follow them on like social media and stuff. Every once in a while, like something pops up and like, oh yeah, those guys. Um, I think they've kind of actually been playing it cool with COVID. Like mm. they they won some like really shindy like tag titles. I think. I think uh, it was like literally like their hometown indie. Like yeah. Um, one of them the, was named Rick Victor. <laughs> the biggest Vic blow, Richter. The biggest blow, Tucker Knight, least, and he's got something to say. Okay. Oh. Boy. Can I say, can I say, and without knowing anything about, I don't know anything about Tucker as a person, could be sweetheart. I want to put that out there before I say I, this. I, I've heard that he seems like he's, he seems like he's a sweetheart. Okay, good. Because he puts off most racist guy in your high school energy. And when he's putting out pictures of him, uh, like on the golf course, smoking a joint, talking about telling his story, I'm like, A, good for you. B, I can't imagine anyone who gives a shit about that story. Yep. It might be a great story. 
Might be a great story. I don't think it is. <sighs> he was in a tag team with Otis. Otis shine. I'm sure you know he had a whole life, you know, before that. Uh he was a he was a, a genuine like uh like <laughs> high high level competitor in, in the world of like collegiate um, wrestling. He and state he, alum. Yeah, he and uh Cal um Cal Jack once wrestled for the Pac twelve oh. uh wrestling championship. Right. So I'm I, sure like, I saw Cal Jack post about that. Cal Bishop <laughs> from breaking ground fame. Mm-hmm. Getting but fired. I, might be just fine. He might be fine, but I, no, I, I, that was just fine. a really that was just a really funny like. Can't wait to tell my story. Like, in, all right, Tucky. In my head, Tucky is just big cast of this era. That's all he is. Like, he he could only get over having a little goofy guy with him. He cannot do anything on his own. He's just he's so bland without a weirdo. I think he's, he's got, a better, much better wrestler than Kaz Excel, whatever. Yeah. Um, like remember that one like time they fought for the tag team titles and we like and it was definitely one of those like, oh, they should have won that, huh? Like I remember him like having like a super hot ta- like hot tag and like doing a moonsault in that match and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like it's worth he mentioning. Go, too, he just like, has no charisma. We've because we have we've had almost nothing but nice things to say about like well, I remember when you know with when the thing with Otis and Mandy was going on, like we were just like, Yeah, Tucky, he, he's a good friend. That's his, that's his gimmick right now is just being a good good buddy. Mm-hmm. Like uh, I don't have negative thoughts about him as a worker, and he'll probably make a decent a fucking amount of money going wherever he goes next uh, because of name recognition. But I don't. I don't think anyone cares about him at all. Oh, I mean like dates, whatever dates he takes, he'll probably get a good paycheck. I don't know if he's getting contracts. Uh, like places, but... he'll get like solid like solid indie paychecks. You know, like actually, like I'm saying indie, like. And maybe this Not is where GCW he builds up. Or maybe this is back, where he but... takes his his Drew McIntyre stand and builds his his legacy from here. I don't know. Wouldn't that be wild? Like if <laughs> Tucker Knight came back in a couple of years, just like and everyone's just like Tucky, Tucky, main event, Except, WrestleMania. He'd be the opposite. Like he'd get like less hairy. Like <laughs> yeah, right. Like not not like he starts like shaving his chest, but like it just recedes a little bit. Yeah. His hair goes like turns blonde, and like gets short. Okay, he like turns almost to like a fucking like superstar Billy Graham rip. Just shows <laughs> up, like fucking blonde hair, receding hairline, has hairs like kind of shaped. Like what the fuck happened to Tucky? <laughs> yeah, we could see. He's gonna oh, tell his name. Is He's gonna tell his story. Chelsea Green. That um, one's fucking weird. Well, according to this sportingnews.com article that I looked up when I googled this, um she uh was injury prone. So, it says mm-hmm. injuries kept her sideline. I mean, that it, it's one of those maybe situations similar to like a Hideo Itami kind of a thing of like you just never really got a chance to 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 show what you got because timing just didn't work that way. If you get that label, it, it's kind of like you're kind of toast. I mean, almost in any sport too, like Seems yeah. like a lot of their injury prone. We don't want to get them, even if like it was just all freak shit. Like with hers, it's all like she broke her arm. Like, twice, oh, three okay. Times. But it was also both of them on debut. Yeah, Jesus. That, that's a, yeah. So it's kind of more of like a, it's, it seems like Chelsea Green's more of a victim of circumstance than anything that they just didn't see for her or things. But that being said, too, like looking more about like the the hot mess Laurel Van Ness and stuff. It's like I'm excited to see that. I feel like I, that's 
that's a cool gimmick that she gets to hold and, and have control over. I and feel the like, stuff with Robert Stone was great, but I just, I don't know. And I feel like having that gimmick in AEW, it does make sense if she goes there. I would be surprised she ends up in Impact. Oh, I well, bet she goes. That's the second best women's division, right? I mean, third, I mean, you got NXT, you got UK. And- <laughs> in, in, in the States, it's the second best. Yeah, they got Jordan Grace. Um... Nikki James, I. Uh, she hasn't been wrestling, and yeah, she made like she wanted to wrestle, but I think they had other plans for her at this point, um, and then it just wasn't going to work out, so they parted. Yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily <laughs> be surprised if we don't see much else out there as far as wrestling. I don't. I, don't, I, w- I mean, she's going to end up with with her husband probably in the end of Oh, because yeah, she's with Nick Aldis, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm guessing okay. just for a short run. I mean, they they need other women there, and having her would be actually a pretty good get. And yeah. she fits really well. I just like, it, it's one of those ones. Mickey is one that I was like, man, she has given a whole lot of a lot of her life to this company, and just be like, Thea feels really one of those. That one just kind of made me feel like icky. It's just like, um, I, but I get it. It's a business at the end of the day. I do get it. But it was just like, fuck, man. That's like it's weird to be like. You can spend your whole career in one place, and then she's you know, gone when, for a while. She, yeah, she was gone for a good while. She had a like a good impact run where I wouldn't be surprised if she at least mm. showed up there for a little shot. Yeah, um, she only came back in twenty sixteen um, to fight Oscar in NXT because it was supposed to be Trish uh, Stratus. Trish Stratus, but then she got pregnant. I think you guys um, should look that up. I don't think you're right. I think she was been there her whole time. <laughs> and that, like it was just like a, a kind of like a, he just did really well and they're like all right you're in well good yeah. cool so they did and so like she just i just have run out of nowhere i just have all these like you know there's the the ruthless aggression era i just think mickey james is all over that and everything but uh i think yeah, after at the, the end of the day it's james angle she left which was- yeah which is good now it was kind of john cena's fault but people change people grow and it wasn't i don't know but no the, it was yeah, <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, the whole thing just sucks. It was one of those, like, last year when it was, like, okay, budget cuts. It was, like, beginning of pandemic. It was extra shitty because these people had nowhere to go. But it was also, like, okay, maybe they are, like, looking at taking some huge losses. Obviously went on to post record, uh, you know, profits for the year. So to to cite budget cuts again and cut people that they're just not using is so cowardly and just so stupid. And we'll get into it after... After I, I, we talk about the last one, because I have some weird thoughts on that. So um, I was going to just say, like, with this, like, it's like they used to go and clean houses, honestly, which is fine. Clean house, like, if people clean are house, there don't that blame. you're, yeah, if, if people are there that you aren't using, just like, hey, we don't have anything for you, we don't have plans. Go do your own fucking thing. We don't want to pay you anymore. Um, go fucking show us why you wanted to be here or you deserve to be here. Go do your own thing. Blah blah. blah. But mm-hmm. the side budget cuts really is exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, the iconics, um, which I know half of people don't care about, half people really do care about. Billy Kay um, was the worst contracted wrestler they had. I no, don't. Nia Jax is still there. I, I think that Nia Jax at least can have a good match against the right person. And I've seen. I was excited to see what what could happen with Carmella and Billy Kay. I because I think of them both as characters. I, that I one don't fucking Billy Kay was getting over, but allegedly Kevin Dunn made it like was very vocal about how she had a ceiling and didn't. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's, it's weird. That's, that's funny weird. Com- coming from Kevin Dunn, who has just like a, a very low ceiling as a person. <laughs> it's yeah. it's weird that Peyton left too because she was like Vince's golden girl for a second. It seemed like. Well, that's the thing. Everything everything is at the whim of a second for Vince McMahon. That's also, true. yes, yes. This is a visual gag for the fucking for the boys, but uh, Zach's got a good background of Tucky fucking ripping that reefer on the golf course. <laughs> um, but yeah, the iconics are the ones I'm probably least concerned about because I mean, you'd have to imagine that Peyton Royce has. I mean, she obviously has an in over at AEW. Uh, her husband's in the Pinnacle, but uh. The, I would say I don't know that her husband has an in at AEW. Wait, is it Sean? Is, yeah, yeah, Sean Spears and Peyton okay. Royce are married. I, it, there's just there's that that draws a natural like mental bridge to be like, mm-hmm. oh, maybe they'll go over there. Um, but you never know. You never know. I just I my my guess is they'll be a package deal because that was where they were like an NXT. That stuff still well, holds up. It's so funny. This this is a weird thing. In both of their statements, Billy Kay's statement for one, both of their statements were extremely professional. Mm-hmm. Everybody um, was very gracious except for <laughs> Well, he's got a story to tell. <laughs> he's got a story um, to tell. I, so in trying to find this image, which, by the way, uh, his Instagram is literally unsearchable on the internet. Like, if you try to search for it, you'll get a bunch of fakes before his. So good Tight. job with your SEO, Tucky. Um, but um, his the Twitter c- caption is different, and it just says, making lemonade. <laughs> oh, yeah, also, that's right. Also, imagine making a fake profile for Tucky. <laughs> yeah, this fucking Tucker Knight fan page is really going to go far. I, I did. I, I For real, though, Zach, I, I looked for that image first, and then I couldn't find it, so I went with Michael Cole getting rained on in a poncho. Yeah, like, for a person who is, like, technically, by definition, a celebrity, um, yeah. Tucker Knight is maybe the least famous person imaginable. Like, he was on that golf course, and people were like, can you get that vagabond off there? You get that. Um, that guy's he... wearing just Buck Wild, the combination of colors. I support right the now. shorts. I do support the shorts. The shorts are short great. Enough. The shorts aren't the issue. It's um like the super bright, you know, Hawaiian like shorts, but then just a maroon shirt when there's no maroon in the in the shorts. No, yeah. only Definitely. clashing colors. Exactly. <laughs> I don't exactly. know why. Like uh, that polo just looks like it'd be like he'd be like in a shitty frat that's like also racist. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. The energy he's putting off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, racist frat energy. Racist frat energy. Guy from that you remember from your high school is the guy who said, you know, the most racist shit. But, Cody Chavez? Um, <laughs> no, uh, Devin Asherfield. <laughs> there it is. Um, I, hope he, I, hope he, I hope he grew up. I hope he grew up. I probably shouldn't have said or, that. Or got hit by a bus. I, hope he, I just hope he grew up. This, is, this is a lot of talk about uh, local people from Caldwell. I don't um, give a shit. Yeah. Peyton, so they, those people are more well known than Tucky <laughs> at this point. Um, but yeah, so Peyton Royce's or Billy Kay's statement had this like paragraph about Peyton, and Peyton's didn't have anything about Billy in it. And so I don't know if there'll be a package deal. They're best friends. They're shoot best friends. I mean, I don't think that changed. Yeah, but I mean, at first, like, Brian Myers and Matt Cardona try to say that they didn't want to work together and do all this. And now they're fighting each other in impact. So who fucking knows? Knows who knows? I just feel like uh, of everyone who was released other than the person we haven't mentioned yet. Um, I'm so sure that they have the doors open to them to go places. 
on July I mean, 14th. Yeah. Um, and then the big one is Samoa Joe. Um, citing budget cuts and then hiring Pat McAfee to essentially do commentary. Nothing, no shade against Pat McAfee. I bet he was great. But it feels in my head like they replaced Samoa Joe with McAfee. So he hasn't been able to get yeah, because it's their fucking fault. No, but yeah. no, no, no. What I'm saying is, and he wants to wrestle, and they're not okay. clearing him. So, so, so I'm guessing they're on choice? different. I'm guessing they're on different pages of what they want. They probably wanted him to do like, kind of transition to the like. Yeah, that's going to be this. Your backstage interviewer, you're going to commentary whenever they need him. He's like, I want to wrestle, and they're like, Okay, well, we gave you a wrestling contract, and you're done part ways okay yeah. i mean yeah. if, that's just my best guess on like on Samoa. i hope it's mutual because it is or it's it was samoa joe being like i want to wrestle because losing him is so stupid even as just a commentary guy or an interview guy he has one of the best voices in the business he's got the mm-hmm. gift of gab and the gift of jab and, <laughs> absolutely i they, they tried to do the taz playbook with him and he didn't Want didn't want to play ball. ball. Hey, yeah. that's cool. I I respect that. If it's if it's if it was mutual, in that if they were I don't like, I think saying, it was necessarily mutual. Like where he was like, I want to leave. Yeah, it was more so like I want to wrestle, and they're like, we don't want you. Yeah. And so if that's your deal, then yeah. And yeah. I, I am not one to be like, oh AEW, oh AEW. The Moa Joe in AEW would be a big move for them. I, no. I just oh, associate for them. I associate him with TNA so hard, though. Oh, I don't okay. know. I want him to go and hit Ring of Honor because I want, like, just, oh just for a moment, um, hit Ring of Honor just because of nostalgia. Yeah, and then yeah. I want him to go to New Japan. I want him to do that. I, well, that I mean, to me is where he needs. Brody King's in the final of the New Japan Cup. A Brody <laughs> King Samoa Joe match. Holy shit! See, so, like mm-hmm. New Samoa Japan Joe and Ishii. Yeah, Joe versus Goto. Like, that would be that so never much more overweight sick. division would be fucking dope. Samoa Joe just shooting on on bad on on bad champ Bill. Yeah. Oh, Samoa Joe versus fucking Jeff Cobb. Yeah, Ooh, fuck, there it is, Good boys. And I mean that would be good because yeah, Samoa Joe does get hurt a lot, and if he goes to Japan, he wrestles a lot less, and, and does a lot of six mans and eight mans and shit like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and doesn't have to have... do WWE commercials where he gets injured. Yeah, I can, like that's the must thing. Be it's like, Monday. It must be Monday. <laughs> oh, no. Um, no, like because AEW, like while it would be cool for a second, shows up, like they that wouldn't show use is him right. So fucking crowded. Yeah, yeah. Like there, there's it's so fucking crowded right now, and yes, it'll get that one big time like fucking like pop. And then he just goes away. I just think in it's general, like, okay. it's like Christian now is like just exactly. kind of this kind of there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, and that's the thing. If Samoa Joe goes somewhere, he needs to just murder their champion. Like that's what he needs to do. I mean, not not New Japan, but if he goes somewhere smaller, yes. he just needs no, to do like yes. especially Spe- New Japan. Well, yeah, specifically New champion. Japan. <laughs> but, God, like, champion Samoa Joe would be so sick. AEW is in a position of, I really, I honestly would be, 
I would be happy if they didn't sign a single person that got released just yes, because they 100%. are becoming the ex WWE dumping ground. Yeah. Like they're, they're doing that now. Yeah. So if you, the more ex WWE people you bring on, the more you just draw that, that, that lens onto you. Yeah. I was, I was thinking of like the WCW name of Tucker Knight and it's <laughs> Tucker tight. Oh, it's a Terrence evening. I was gonna just say like you just like switch out the letters. Yeah, <laughs> just different one. Cucker tight. Cucker tight. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> um, but yeah, Samoa Joe's a big a big loss. Um, how, but how if he, he wants to wrestle, champion. Yeah, because he got hurt a lot. They dropped the ball. I mean, that the remember the program he had with Brock Lesnar, the shit he did with Paul Heyman. Mm-hmm. It oh was believable God. that he would have beat Brock. Like he was a star. I mean, Brock he was an gave, absolute star. Gave him so much in that match and in that whole feud where Brock let him like choke him out until he's choke him out, and like he sold that. Mm-hmm. Brock Lesnar, like if he doesn't like you or care or doesn't think you can draw money, he'll concuss like, you. He will punch you in the liver and then in the face. Slow down. Like, <laughs> Slow the fuck down. And. But it's like so Samoa Joe, like he made feel legitimate. I like, I remember their face off, and it was like that three way or whatever. Because Roman was also there, and like Brock didn't go after Roman. Brock went fucking face to face and like forehead to forehead with Joe, and it felt like a fucking fight. Mm-hmm. Remember that fucking was it like a five way match? Like was it yeah. SummerSlam that or whatever? No, it was um, Extreme Rules. Okay, that was fucking sick. And then mm-hmm. Brock versus Joe was like, even though it was like eight minutes or whatever, it was fucking just destruction yeah mm-hmm. great well great for you. samoa joe was insane like samoa joe like stocked I mean, aj styles family the stuff with Wendy. aj was so good was that his last program no seth oh okay okay him and kevin turned face and they were getting beat by the authors of pain and seth for like oh, that's year. right that's right oh mm-hmm. actually yeah. it was just for a couple months because he got injured they did the program then he got injured. But yeah, the AJ Style thing, AJ Styles thing sticks out in my head. Oh. He was just he's he, a oh, big, daddy's home. Yeah. He rocked. And so, so I, one of the things he was also very gracious as well. And like him and Punk were kind of talking. It's just like they should have never gave us money. Like they fucking paid us. Mm-hmm. He was never supposed to be signed. When oh he yeah. Initially signed with NXT. They were just like, hey, you're gonna just just work for NXT. You can still actually go do indie. Mm-hmm. It's fine. You're just wow. gonna come in here. You're gonna do some stuff with us. It'll be fun. Um, and then he sold a bunch of shirts, like the first week. Like his shirt sold out. Damn. And they're like, "Fuck it, you're coming in full time just to NXT." And Triple H said, "Probably never gonna move up. Don't even think about it. Just gonna work for me here. That's it. Because Vince isn't gonna want you. You're like almost forty years old. Don't have his look. Then all of a sudden." Mm-hmm those up there and is a main event guy and then a commentator and yeah. so like he fucking is so good and it's so pretty salty about it yeah it just it's yeah it's just one of the things like man how how do you fumble the ball so hard but it'll be cool to see him wrestle again maybe these 90 days he'll go into a hyperbaric time chamber like daniel bryan did yeah heal his brain yeah. a little bit i genuinely i hope so come, i mean i hope out it, swinging out of his i hope if he does come basement. back to I, hope, I do hope if he does come back to fighting that obviously that the uh the he looks after himself yeah but yeah those are those are 
That's it's just a, a company, a company that makes you, it makes it hard to like them. Did something that makes it even harder to, you know, want to want to support them. I will keep watching their shit, but it is that thing of just like, God damn, you guys. And like we were saying, citing budget cuts is just the most cowardly way to go about it. Just like you said, like you said, Eastside, it's like just come out and say, all right, do some spring cleaning. Yeah, you know, you guys. That's what they used to do. Like they used to like after WrestleMania. Do your spring cleaning, which was honestly like, I don't mind stuff like that. Yeah, hey, we're, we're not using you. You're you're better than this. We understand. Like, say some fucking corporate ass bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah it's like, hey, it we was, want you to go spread your wings elsewhere. Yeah, we can circle back. Like, when it they was fired, weird. Go ahead. It was weird last year because it was so many people who probably couldn't get work. But this time, it's a little different. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, they're opening it, back up. Yeah, and then it's like. When they like um listening to a, a shoot with Bill Carr, he just was said, "Hey, like we just didn't see enough of what we wanted in you. Don't worry, the door's open. We can circle back. People, like if you're gonna like let somebody go, cool. That's not a bad reason. Like even though like we can see talent, if they don't want to do, whatever, let them go do their own thing. Let people who want to be there and that they want come in and be there and." Other companies should also maybe do like some spring cleaning and then just freshens up everything. Yeah. People sometimes need that fresh coat of paint, new new place to work. So it's understandable. Yeah. And I could see Samoa Joe going, coming back as a backstage role or a commentator. I could see them doing that with him. Yeah. Or, you know, coaching at the performance center. I'm sure that there's on good terms or something, but. He's yeah. a professional. You know, he's a professional. He was, he was very, very professional with everything. Um, I They did drop the ball, I think, with him on at least a bit. I mean, from what he – he overachieved in everything that they gave him from what they initially had kind of set out for him. I mean, he was a two-time NXT champion. Um, he was a U.S. champion. He was never supposed to make the main roster. He fought in main events against Brock Lesnar, their most protected star, who only – fought against certain people to the point where Brock didn't want to fight gender. So they took the title off of him. <laughs> That's right. Oh man. Like like Brock had that as that kind of stroke. He really yeah, does. And sometimes that's good for business, I guess. Honestly, Brock is a fucking genius uh business, like wrestling businessman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um yeah. Uh but yeah, citing budget cuts and then hiring Pat McAfee, who's a known money guy. Is, yeah, right. is strange. Um, but thing, he may have already had a contract. Oh, yeah, okay. he probably already did. But hiring Adnan Verk, like, yeah, Adnan Verk, they brought on. Um, well, I, I, I didn't watch Raw. I heard he didn't do great, but I like him. Like, I've, I've always liked him on ESPN, like on ESPN Radio. That's funny. That's a very different job. I hope they mentioned him as like an MLB. Job. An MLB like announcer commentator, well, and I was like, "Oh, Zach I don't, probably knows who that is." I don't think they mentioned his ESPN run because of how it ended. Yeah, didn't end good. Now I just I, I look strange that they would hire him after the. Did he do something bad? Oh, allegedly he leaked some info to the media from ESPN and WWE. Oh, dude, hell yeah, very, no. very anti-leaking. Mm. <laughs> so unless the, unless they're but, the ones leaking it, he has name recognition. Like mm-hmm. he and he likes wrestling. It was funny. So. They did have a good. So I did watch the show and it was abysmal, but not because of him. I mean, he he was clearly green. But uh, I already said, "Oh my goodness!" 
many, many times. Well, there was a few times I'm trying to remember. Uh, he called the Viking Raiders the Viking experience or something. Like there was just little the Viking Express. That's what it was. But um, he even said at the very beginning of the show that I actually thought was charming. He was like, you know, my name's Adnan Burke. I'm the, you know, I'm the new uh, new guy on the booth here. I'm looking forward to having Corey and Byron here carry me tonight. Like they you should get rid of Byron. He's so fucking grating. I understand the idea of having like the I like the 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 mental idea of having your play by play commentator in the middle and then having a devil and an angel on one side. I like it, but I do agree. Byron isn't the most for like Corey plays that heel commentator really well, and Byron gets grating. Yeah, I mean, he's trying to be like the happy like for the baby faces. And I'm just like, you make me hate them. <laughs> Whenever he tries to talk shit back, it's just that thing. I'm like, Byron. It's like, shut up. You sucked in the ring, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, Cole and Pat, I thought, did well together because, it's, first off, two man booth, two person booth, I like, I just like better. Um, and then Pat is such a fan. It just, it just came out and he was, he's allowed to be Pat McAfee. That's awesome. Because that's who they want. Like, they want Pat mm. McAfee. He has that name recognition too, and it's to a whole different demographic. Of course, he's going to be on Fox because they can grab the like the football demographic. They're like, oh, Pat McAfee's on commentary. They can grab like that bro Pat McAfee show demo. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, I'm going to be on SmackDown every fucking week on Friday. You know what Fox is, so go there. It's the sports mm-hmm. channel. Yeah, they they need to get Cletus the football robot in there. Uh, they got to bring him back. It's been since that draft where he was in the war room. Yeah, where apparently he was. he's a Fox executive. <laughs> do you the think? Room. Do you think McAfee will wrestle? Oh yeah. Okay. Is it? It's going to be like one of those commentators who like fights uh, with the people on the outside. Every gets into now an, and an occasional program. He'll get into a program. I think. I mean, might be back on NXT, and he's still technically in that group. Yeah, but like if oh yeah he is. Ooh, what, yeah, what did they call themselves? Gods of NXT? Yes. Right? That was that was sick. Or Kings of NXT? Kings, yeah, yeah Kings. something like that. Kings, Gods, NXT, Pat McAfee <laughs> show. Uh, he's great though. Like he's mm-hmm. like he's such a like he loves wrestling. I love it when people show up and are respectful to the business that we all enjoy and love in this art form, if you will. Mm-hmm. And that kind of brings us to WrestleMania. <clears throat> yeah. I fucking feel that. Nice. Good segue. God Let's damn. talk about it. Um, a lot less Hulk Hogan than I thought, and that's a good thing. But the Hulk we well, did get was... Well, pretty hard uh, that first time around, and I, I wouldn't be surprised if they uh, maybe cut, cut down his involvement a little bit after Was anyone else... Response. Okay, let's... I, don't, I think we actually probably have a little bit to talk about before we get to even when Hulk and Titus came out, because night one... Oh, yeah. I was just like, you guys are, you guys are fucking pushing God in the face. He ain't wanting this. <laughs> He doesn't want this. <laughs> it's that long-term storyline, though, of God versus Vince McMahon. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. true. Yeah. Um, they, like, yeah, there, was, there were weather conditions. They had to, like, kill for time. They had Michael Cole and Samoa Joe out there in ponchos. People were they, waiting, right, for, like, half the day to get let into the stadium, and they all had to evacuate out of the stadium for fucking, Jesus. Um, you know, safety risks because there's a lightning storm going on, and there's a giant metal fucking pirate ship here with a giant metal structure containing lights over the ring. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just one of those things where it's like, oh, Lord. Um, mm. But 
I mean, they called their they called their go tos the new day. They talked to the them backstage. They talked to Kevin Owens backstage. The people who just like fucking say something and they can do it. Uh, and- only uh, Braun and Shane were the ones that were like, Ooh, yeah, yeah, just I have to be I'll in the metal just, cage. <laughs> I'm gonna be in the cage and I'm gonna show. I'm gonna not be bullied. I want for all you I'm, stupids out there, I'm fighting for all the stupids. Uh, this that is an anti-bullying campaign. Yeah, I we'll got get, guns. We'll get to that, but oh my, that was awful. <clears throat> um, yeah, but oh, Vince came out and addressed everyone. We know it's been really, really bad. We, we haven't. We don't know anything about that. We haven't contributed to any of that. He's got some Botox done or something. Oh, yeah. He looks much better than the last time he was on camera. Uh, when he knows he's going to be on camera, I'm sure he shushes it up a little bit. Yeah, he didn't have that fucking Prince Charles look. Yeah, on the verge of death. No. Uh, um, yeah, that, it, but, you know, it was it was exactly what it, I guess, needed to be. It's WrestleMania. They're kicking it yeah. off. Vince McMahon's there. Everyone's standing out there. Oh, we're so happy to see the NX. You know, we're so happy to see the WWE Universe again. While guys like Tazawa in their fucking gear for whatever reason. Wasn't Jinder in his gear? Yeah. Looking (laughs) and retribution being out there, like standing in line behind Vince McMahon is hilarious. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. The best thing was during America the Beautiful when they would cut to Otis Otis? and he was just fucking humping. She was just dancing while she was singing America the Beautiful. (laughs) I'm gonna fuck America! (laughs) Oh yeah! (laughs) Taking the ground because I fuck America! Um, Creaming all over the fucking dirt. Cream team number one. Cream team for sure. Dick's holding his backyard. And I, that was, but there was the moment where I was, ha- you know, obviously I'm sure we were all in the same boat. I'm sure many people are in the same boat of being like, that's a lot of fucking people to be sitting next to each other. Um, but it did make me feel really good when Hulk Hogan came out and got the shit boot out of him. And I was like, all right, we're I not so excited. Going a different- I was like, we're not <laughs> really so excited to all be in one out. room together that we're going to cheer him. And he's a hometown boy. I mean, oh, it did. Good. It did make me feel good to see hear that theme song. Uh, the theme song rules i mean that that theme song has bought him more wiggle room than he deserves that's for sure it's fucking it is good <laughs> but yeah it was he always had good theme songs because like that that the jimmy hendrix in wcw yeah. that one fucking rocks and like yeah it was, a, it was a great one for like a fucking shitty heel so it was great um yeah. but so like yeah i, I will say though it, it it was nice to be watching a big live event, even though the bigger part of me knew it was not a good idea. It was still yep. like, wow, it's cool to see everyone. It's cool to get organic reactions. You know, and we'll see what happens. I saw that dipshit from night two. I don't know if it was even a gag or not, but the guy was like, just positive for COVID-19. I'm still showing up to night two. This is my dedication or whatever. It's like, oh, I hope you're not telling the truth. Oh, uh, who was he? But- a GCW fan? <laughs> Yeah, probably, right? Hey, uh, real quick. My uh, cat unplugged my mic, so my recording stopped. Um, so should we just use the Zoom? Uh, yeah, that's probably a good idea, because okay. also I, I had um, talked for a few minutes with my uh, mic muted, but not the Zoom one earlier, so okay. I, was already, okay. I was already facing an uphill editing challenge this week. Okay, uh, yeah. so I'm going to stop the recording. Yeah, I'm going to, too. My cat 
Being Dude, sometimes cats, they'll do that. Yeah. But fucking, uh, the, yeah, I, I actually felt for, for Drew. I, so like when they were doing those, those backstage, um, like off the cuff promos with, to kill time, that was actually really cool. Cause it was How seeing them get fucking Kevin. <laughs> yep. The mm. best. Yeah. Oh yeah. He was the best. But Drew being like, honestly couldn't get his words out. He's just like, I'm literally so fucking fired up. And now the weather's trying to stop me. <laughs> that felt like a shoot. Um, yeah, especially well, like, when I assumed he was winning, that felt like a shoot. Well, and they, I'm sure, like I have a ritual before I start recording this show. I'm sure they have a ritual before they, um, yeah, like Goldberg go banging out his head into the lockers, and like they, they probably like have to get pumped up, and then they just have to like sit in it, and like mm. their adrenaline's just pumping. They probably just chug a pre workout. Not even just that, like also just trying to get loose so you don't, you're not, you don't like get hurt. Yeah. So you're yeah. worrying about like timing that. You don't want to tie yourself I, out. So. The like closest thing I could think, like, so I you know, like ran track a bunch. So I was a sprinter and I feel like that's sim- like a similar thing. And I had like weather delays where I was like, I was literally in the starting blocks and lightning Ooh. struck once and we all had to like go stop. And then it was like 45 minutes later. Ooh. when i ran my race and it was like the worst like like you just your whole game's thrown off everyone yeah. blew out their quads yeah. and so you know i've had that too like <laughs> pitching like it'd be a grain delay mm-hmm. i'm starting and it's like i'm in the bullpen warming up and they're like oh you gotta hold off but like don't get too cold but like don't over pitch your arm it's like okay thanks okay <laughs> cool i will figure that out yeah <laughs> give me my jacket so i can wear it on one arm um pragmatic style hell yeah but WrestleMania kicked off with Drew McIntyre versus Bobby Lashley. Swerve. You hit us with a swerve first. Wow. Yeah. Swerve Scott right off the bat. Right off the bat. That, that swerve one, Scott came in. That was crazy. That was crazy. That like, was crazy when Swerve Scott came in to that match for no reason. <laughs> they didn't need to do Bobby's uh, thunder and lightning. <laughs> <laughs> that was really funny. Uh, um, yeah. Yeah. What do yeah. you think? Bobby, Bobby wins. Um, I was... I was shook, honestly, because I was like, this is a feel-good WrestleMania. And honestly, for a lot of people, this is a feel-good moment because Bobby Lashley retained against a big guy. He got what he deserved. Because he won it from The Miz, right? Or did yeah, he, he win it from... Oh, he won it from The Miz. So, mm-hmm. like... It legitimizes he, his championship. Yeah. Yeah, it and does. So, like, and good for, good for Bobby. Even though he's a heel, this is a feel-good moment for him and for, like, his fucking... This was what WrestleMania was this year. It's like legacy people. Well, some of them, some of it. Legacy people getting what they deserve. Honestly, I'll say I thought night one was a, a pretty, for me, for me, I was just, I, I was thrilled with the whole thing. I thought it was a fantastic show. Front Entertained through and through. Yeah. Um, I like a big mean guy match. That's what they had. It was mm-hmm. just a big mean guy match. They fucking threw heavy. And it was cool seeing Bobby yeah. win. It was thrown off. and. Well, didn't didn't he reverse a claymore or something? What did he do when Drew tried he to do speared, a claymore? He speared him. Yeah, that was tight. And then mm. he did the um, like MVP did the distraction when he Drew was about to count down, and then it got him in the fucking uh, master lock, and that's all she wrote. Yeah, and like they've that move is as uh, that's like the new stunner. Or, like, I wish the new like. I will say I hope 
Bobby, uh, Bobby, I hope Drew actually does like end up making it. Just the, I want that okay. full circle moment. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. That'd be well, cool. Uh, no, of uh, Bobby Lashley's fucking master lock getting broken out because he was the one that broke the master lock challenge with Chris Masters. It's the same move, and so it just would be a cool mm-hmm. full circle moment where when Lashley's using, then finally somebody gets out of it. Yeah. I mean, I hope. I hope Lashley has it for a minute. I don't want him to lose it on a little pay per view. I want him to lose it on a big one. Well, they're they're calling yeah. re- they're calling backlash this year WrestleMania backlash, which does make it sound bigger than it is. I yeah. can't wait for WrestleMania Money in the Bank. Yeah, <laughs> WrestleMania SummerSlam. WrestleMania I, I, Balls I, I, of Fire. Oh, they okay. they they feel like they have to make backlash feel more important. But God wrestled on backlash once, so like yeah. So it's the anointed pay per view. There's been times yeah. where backlash is better than Mania. Mm-hmm. And there's some years where that's not the case. Um, sometimes where the Miz is there. What was the the Miz one that just was so bad? And we lost the recording of it. Backlash. Yeah, I don't know what. Yeah, what? I don't know. Yeah, I, don't know. <laughs> I don't remember what, what backlash match that Miz. Yeah, yeah. What y'all think um, of the tag team turmoil? Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it was Mandy, a fucking mess. Mandy fall down, go boom. Yeah, Mandy did fall down, go boom. But she really took it. In, she took it in stride. It she wasn't laughed she it off on Monday. They, it was they both wet. had that mania fucking tan. Like they were mm. extra crisp. Yeah, and so Wikipedia doesn't have everyone who was on there. So uh, it was the Red Squad: Natty and Tamina, Carmella and Billy, mm-hmm. uh, Mandy and Dana, Lana, Ma- Lana and Naomi. Is that it? Okay. Um. So each team had not each team, but like there were a lot of people who can't really work very well in this well, match. We have uh, almost uh, all of them. Okay, so there's Naomi's plenty of people. Good. Yeah, yeah. What I would say, works. what I would say is, um, a lot of people in this match can hit spots and moves. Like they have a couple spots and moves, like, like Dakota Silence, coolest move. Yeah, like stuff like that. Like Carmella, like you know, has her a couple moves there. If you structured this right, <laughs> and have the workers, you know, the actual people who could actually work in there for the majority of it, which they kind of did toward at the end, they did. Um, I felt like at the beginning, a lot of times it was the one out of the two wrestlers who was worse going against a person who couldn't lead them. Mm-hmm. Um, I so t- uh, reportedly TJ Wilson, you know, did this. Did this match as well as the main event and all in all the women's matches, which is a pretty normal thing. He he agents a lot of the, the women's matches. Um, I feel like maybe he was distracted putting together one of the best WrestleMania main events of all time. Yeah. And uh forgot yeah. he had homework in this class too. <laughs> like yeah, he was writing was- his term paper and forgot to do that like little assignment for the other class in first period and has to do it like in the car in the parking lot. Well, because we had talked about last week how the story is kind of written in there already for, for Lana and Naomi to go on so Lana can have her big moment against Naya and, and we have a WrestleMania moment that way. And so the second that they got eliminated like from the get-go, I was just, there was a part of me that's like, okay, so they have something planned out here. And then as it kept going, I was like, oh, they're just going to pick the legacy. Okay, that's, that's fine. Well, it's because I don't think Tamina's ever really been to me. <laughs> Like at least like a main card mania match ever. That's true, mm-hmm. and I'm not. And she does. The, I mean, that's cool. It's a it's a good thing. I actually didn't think. I thought the match the next night. Why did she was cheered she was the whole time? Real hard, like both Tamina? matches. Yeah, 
And like when she hit that splash, that big Tamina pop. I'm going to say this and sure you can disagree. I will. I already disagree. <laughs> yeah. This is the best. I mean, I'm not saying that, wow, she's blowing the lid off the fucking thing, but I'm saying this is the best I've seen Tamina. She, I would actually agree with that. She, she's yeah. Like, okay. She's been good. I mean, she's really like, I think physically she's looking pretty tone. Um, and I know, you know, well, also because she, she, she changed presence. her gear. She has a presence she, that she's not uh, wearing like the jacket anymore and stuff. So, right. Yeah. It's like a fresh it, it's coat better in general. And she's working with Nadia, like, exactly. Who, you know, veteran who is one of the best workers in the company. So, I, I mean, actually kind of like her. I kind of like that match on night insane, two. Like, insane fathers. <laughs> yeah. Yes. They probably have, only, they, that's probably what they bond over. Only one of them killed somebody, though. Allegedly. <laughs> well, if you, if you ask some jobbers that, took the heart attack back in the day they might disagree with you <laughs> well yeah. you know it wasn't because of me though i i always uh was put it in there but uh i was always safe i didn't injure anybody Then ask him okay okay so, brett so, zach ask him right now i want you to start emailing like b brian blair <laughs> hey, did okay. Bret Hart ever hurt you I want, <laughs> I want you to email paul roma and be like hey did Bret Hart ever hurt you i'm What's Paul Roma up to these days? I feel like he sells insurance. Uh, P, it's <laughs> p, p. Roma at gmail.com. He owns Tony Roma's. Um, but yeah, Tamina got her mania moment and cool for her. Um, it just wasn't, and there was no story to it. No. But cool. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, there was no story to the main event and it was wonderful. Um, Cesaro versus Seth Rollins. 11 minutes and 35 seconds of pure joy. Seth Rollins, you, I, I mean, I've said this so many times on this podcast. I always forget how good he is because a yeah. lo- like a lot of times he's just kind of coasting and he's like wrestling, like no one, someone that's not the best. And like Cesaro, when it comes to wrestling is one of the best. And like, he turned it on. Like it was, so that, like, fun to watch. What I loved about this match very personally was everyone that I was watching it with was outside. It was just Esai and Brady in there. And for one, listening to Brady say positive things about WWE was wonderful. Watching Esai pop almost every single time they did something about the tiniest little thing. It just, it was so nice. They were it was so all, nice. It was, it was so cool because it was like a, a love letter to their friendship and to their experiences they had together mm-hmm. and so when you have seth rollins doing a fucking chris hero move uh he did the death blow which is the neck breaker into the fucking arm the mm. back of the head like when you have that i'm like just fucking put it right into my goddamn veins because mm. it's just a callback it's like they've been together they've traveled the road together and what they did is they just let fucking cesaro go out there and be claudio castagnoli mm-hmm. and he got over yeah and it was a big moment and they seemed like they're actually giving him a sustained push Mm-hmm. it yeah. seems like that was they you know they they had him they had it all set up and, and cesaro absolutely knocked it out of the park and yeah so, didn't he just resign like recently i think so i, I believe i believe he did too i i'm wondering if they were like he was well, really wanting to leave and they're like okay like okay. let's actually do something with you if we're gonna and resign so, you you know you talk about will osprey zach about how he never looks makes anybody look better than him or good like he can mm. make a match, he can make a good match, but he's not elevating somebody else. Seth Rollins fucking helped elevate. Mm-hmm. He made him look fucking fantastic. 
Yeah. Um, it was just super cool. Like Seth was like being so unselfish that whole match. Yeah. The goal was to get Cesaro over, and they fucking got him over. Yeah. Yeah. And like, like say what you want about Seth on the internet or like his fucking weird high as hell cameos he did. Those were no. Uh, those make me like him even more. <laughs> those make me like him so much more. I gotta look that up. Oh, cool. <laughs> but like, he was definitely on Edibles, Matt. I love when it. it. When it comes to wrestling, he is he's great. And oh, yeah. like his mm-hmm. character stuff is grading, but that's good it's for what he's doing. Like I, I I like when he's supposed to be grading, you know, like yeah. I, when I don't like Seth is baby face Seth, that's not actually it. that he's the only person who doesn't know he's you know not a baby face. Yeah, um, guess what, Will Osprey? Check out my bank account. The heel Seth I like is a heel yeah. that doesn't know he's not a baby face. You know, yeah. like and and he's doing great with it. Like you needed someone that hateable, like he is right now in in his character, to like get the people who don't just automatically care, you know, about Claudio Casignoli to yeah. pop for Cesaro winning. Yeah, yeah. The UFO that UFO spin he's on his, his shoulder is tight. Uh, ah, chef's kiss. And like fast forwarding to SmackDown, um, I called this and I was very happy because like Roman won. Um, and so, <gasps> whoa, let's spoil night two now. <laughs> if you didn't watch, Maybe people it, are watching along with WrestleMania as we go through it. <laughs> if we did, pause com- as we get to- <laughs> let's just do commentary on WrestleMania. Jesus Christ, like you said earlier um, in the podcast, we're known um, for talking about certain bodily fluids, not for staying on a cohesive track when we talk yeah, about professional yeah, wrestling. Yeah. So, if this is your way of knowing what happened at WrestleMania, I apologize. Yeah, well, I mean, Roman won, like, what are you gonna yeah, do? But Cesaro challenged him and like I I was like because when Roman wins I was like what's next for Roman and then I was like what about Cesaro and they did it and they built Cesaro and now Cesaro's going into the main event fighting for the hell looking good as hell wearing a suit he's gonna lose but you know what that that elevates him even more but this is like the first I think this is the first challenger for Roman this new version of Roman that um roman is now like physically kind of the underdog like yeah yeah, like roman's still like huge and like imposing and like he's a different kind of like physically imposing than cesaro he hasn't fought anyone cesaro cesaro secret strong yeah he He hasn't fought anyone who's gonna like who could toss him around which cesaro absolutely can that's true um but yeah i'm just hyped like i'm glad like, like everyone in the world is saying that Cesaro's finally getting his due on the main event. It's yeah. so funny. It's so fucking funny when on, on commentary, they're like, everyone's been, we've been saying it in the back for years, and it looks like the fans are finally starting to see what we see. And it's like, shut no, the fuck up. No, the, the, they, Michael Cole wasn't saying that. He's like, you know, people have been saying it for years, and people in the back have <laughs> been saying it. But now Cesaro is finally realizing it. Like he's the one. Like, he, it's like, his fault. Yeah, yeah, no, no saying, saying, like, now he, like, on the pre-show, like, I think it was JBL. It was like, oh, we've all been saying it in the back, and now the fans are finally starting to see. Uh, yeah. Michael Cole, like in the whole like since January, like since the Rumble, they started kind of building him. Um, has been like has been saying it's like, oh, Cesaro's finally reaching that potential. It's like they're trying to get it in our heads that it's like something's changed with him, which is fine which is good. Like 
Yeah. That's Vince being like, mm-hmm. yes, okay, we're finally running with the it's fucker. It's my idea. I, I thought of this. And it's um, like, yeah, Vince- I told him he couldn't grab the brass ring, and then finally he's doing it. And he's changing and not, like, hmm. that's what they're trying um, to the narrative. The, you know, I don't know that that isn't at least a little true. When you hear Cesaro, like, interviewed and stuff, I think, you know, like, I, I think he's obviously, like, confident and, like, knows how good he is and stuff. At the same time, I think he's a pretty humble dude. Yeah, and, and he could be too humble. It, it's the unfortunate thing is sometimes in this industry, like um, being a good person and like being nice and humble and like selfless uh, doesn't always make for, you know, the best career for you. That's not one of the um, key ingredients to grabbing the brass ring. No, no. You got to make sure when you lose, you cry about it and um, go on, go online and, and cause a stir. Yeah, yeah. Uh, AJ Styles and Omos versus uh, or Amos, god damn it, uh, versus the New Day. That was awesome. Um, it's cool because like the big baby face team of Omos and AJ, like AJ's getting double teamed. Omos comes Mm. in for the big hot tag, and I love watching the New Day work heel. Like, I I really love watching the New Day work heel. Just it's so Amos, Amos looking like a priest in Under Armour, like. (laughs) Amos is uh so yeah the, the structure of the match is that that New Day is not letting AJ Styles get to the corner to tag Amos in and every time they're he talking gets close shit, there was like oh yeah they're, they're baby faces but they played the heels in this match for whatever reason well, but like, here's the thing here's the thing with Amos he, he did not at all give any sort of believable give me the hot tag baby it was just like I'm gonna stick my hand out to a length that does not inconvenience me hits his <laughs> hand. But it's because if he truly wanted to, he could reach halfway across the fucking ring. It's true. Um, I loved, there was a section where Xavier was yelling at AJ and he was like, AJ, you are not a tag team wrestler. Do you see what I'm doing? I am cutting the ring in half. I when, love that. That when was, he was so yelling, funny. When he was yelling to commentary, his own commentary, look <laughs> at the New Day effectively cutting the ring in half. <laughs> He uh he is a treasure. Uh he's a treasure. He's yeah, so great. good. Um so I love Omas. So the Omas is now the tallest uh tag team champion in his in WWE history. Um oh, yeah. debuting and winning those titles the exact same way as the shortest uh <laughs> Nicholas a few years ago. Oh wow, yeah. I would have loved it if they just found Amos out in the audience if we hadn't seen him all these months and ages that have been, guess, that have been actually really need- funny though it's like it's like all these just normal people it's like yeah i'm gonna take this fucking seven yeah. foot four guy i mean i just need myself a ding dang tag team partner who's <laughs> just going around oh, I'll, I'll take, take that big man i'll take that man you're taller hey, than man. Both, you're taller than my whole family combined on each other's shoulders and all day would be like hey you would say hey big man hey can you i call hey can i call you Shaq? <laughs> Uh, AJ, you just in the you can't everyone, you can't please, do that, AJ. Please, please tell AJ to stop calling him Shaq for for so many reasons. You can't call him Shaq. Um, I I would love it if on Raw, um, they like interviewed Omos and he's like, unfortunately, I'm gonna have to like relinquish these titles because I have to go back to school. I have to go back to. <laughs> I'm only in the fourth grade, and everyone's like, oh, he has that Robin Williams and Jack syndrome. <laughs> he's in the same class with Nicholas. Um. But yeah, it was cool. AJ doing the phenomenal forearm off of his shoulders. That's awesome. That I love it. They really do have a fun chemistry together. Yeah. Also, it makes um, AJ Styles a Grand Slam champion. Denny's. 
Friggin' A, Denny's. AJ's the Denny's I, champ. I'm, I'm pretty sure. That's, I'm pretty sure that's why they did this was just to get AJ mm-hmm. the Grand Slam. And they only really what? like AJ now. How how long has he been there? 2014. 20, yeah. Okay, that's that's a while. Okay, okay. For some Wait, reason, no, it was 2016. 2016, I meant. Okay, right. that that sounds better. He he feels new in my head. And because he he's been playing low a little bit, you know, like he hasn't been like forget that like he was the main event for the first like, you know, like first couple Last, of years that I was start starting like 2016 through 2018, he was was the main event. Well, I'm pretty um, sure the 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 Undertaker's retirement match there was the main event last year. Yeah, that's true. I was just meaning in general of WWE. He was like of SmackDown. Yeah, yeah. Like gotcha. for half of the company, he was like always in the main event. Even if he wasn't champion, he was always around there, you know? Yeah. Um, so like, it's cool to see him kind of like re like, he's had a kind of weird couple like starts and stops. It seems like with like his creative, like jumping back and forth between brands. Cause he hated Heyman and like, and weird stuff like that. So nice just to see him have some consistency again. Mm-hmm. Like I miss him being like world champ. I miss world champion AJ. I like it too because he in interviews and in and things has he refers to himself as like or when he came into WWE and was talking to Vince McMahon about what Vince was kind of looking for and Vince said like I need a pit bull and he's like I can do that I can do that friggin' I can do that but uh now when he's when he's partnered with someone who is eight feet tall that boy looks like a pit bull <laughs> he looks like mm-hmm. a small birdie dog yeah it's, it's kind of perfect for him well well mm-hmm. well I, I prefer I'm not George Bulldog but. I'm not that small, Matt. But when you're next to Omos, you are. Uh, it's Omas. Om- Omas. I damn pronounce I things correctly. Yeah, don't let AJ correct you, Matt. Oh my God, yeah, you're being different on the pronunciation of a person of color's name. Yeah, it's like I'm sorry, AJ. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's my son's name, right? Too AJ. <laughs> not age. Also, um, can you? Isn't it weird? Like thinking now, like. AJ, I'm sure, still has reprehensible politics. I'm sure. I'm sure and personal beliefs. Um, but he's less reprehensible than Chris Jericho. Yeah. And I that's well, weird. Another yeah. thing, another thing with him is like he's homophobic as hell. Has he ever been racist? <laughs> Outwardly? I mean, it's hard to say. It's hard yeah. to say. Yeah, I, not that I don't want to assign. Of, thoughts to aj styles but at the same time it would not surprise me if in if if in uh private company he said some things that would uh, oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> would would make you go like go but, but then again bigotry is weird so like yeah, it's true like especially like having grown up in it i'd say um religious uh bigotry because you know depending on which you know don- denomination you grow up in and stuff a lot of them are like the Oh yeah, like racism's bad because slavery is illegal. So now we have to believe racism's bad. Yeah, but it's okay. Um, we solved but, it. But them, them, them gays. Mm-hmm. It's, it, 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 it vaguely, community. Yeah, Love vaguely, I, I, I still remember. It vaguely says in the Bible, um, to not uh, marry a man if you're a man. So I have to hate that people group. But you know what? Cops murdering people's fine. It's not one of the Ten Commandments. We already solved it. It's, it's over. It's done. I mean, I, I love you know. I love the sinner. I just hate the sin. 
The fucking dumbest bullshit ass argument. Okay, let's move on. I'm getting heated. Uh, Braun Strowman defeated Shane McMahon. This a win. One who's ever been called stupid. This is for all you dumbasses like me. And he never said that he like like after that's like it's just it weird. It's like this is for everybody. Like this is for all you dummies out there. I like yeah. it. who who did Braun piss off? Like this whole. Th- thing feels like a rib to get him to call himself stupid um like do you remember it was a while back and there was like this thing where like they didn't necessarily <sighs> want to have Braun be the top star but have him almost there like a mascot because he's so big and like he does he's have a lot of charisma and yeah that, that's that's actually what I was like getting to it's like he just replaced Big Show and like you can heat him up for a main event at any time he can be on the undercard at any time he'll go on there and Give Shane probably the worst bump of his career, aside from Kurt Angle killing him. Oh, my goodness. So they have the fucking cage match. It's better than I expected, but that doesn't mean it was good. Sure. Um, I just was like, when they finally did climb on top of that cage, I was like, it's been raining. I I was hoping, and um, Brian uh, Alvarez said this too, it's like, I was hoping he'd throw him off the side. Yeah. And so it's like, he loses because he's stupid. Mm-hmm. And I this, like the, that been, the way that he lost to Kevin Owens. Yeah, it, it would have been such a rib. Uh, but no, mm-hmm. instead, he throws Shane McMahon, who's like 50 or whatever. Oh, onto bounces the, on his spine when he hits like, the ground. Just does a flip bump from the top of the cage to the ring. And takes a shitty bump, no crash pad, anything. And then he goes in there, gives him a slam and beats him. Yeah. And but and honestly, all of that I love the taking a moment to scream to an audience who you know can't hear you that this is for everyone who's ever been called stupid, and then goes whoop whoop and picks him up and gives the fucking power slam. It's like just slam him and win. This is supposed to be be personal. You're not you're not stepping into a role model for people who've been bullied. If um if Braun jumped from the top of the cage, he would have been over in my mind. Matt, I'm just trying to say that anybody can be a bully. Anybody can get bullied. Size does not matter in that. But then Shane got these hands because I'm bigger than him and stronger than him. Also, I don't care if you play back the footage and find all the times I've called people stupid. When I call people stupid, it's because I, it's cause stupid is a stupid dust. I can't Dan, brother, believe when you were trying to uh, to uh, get all the in- get. I lost it. I, was, I, I can't believe they didn't. Now. <laughs> they didn't bring up Brain Strowman and this. I like, know. There's so many things in this feud. Like, this feud, I think, could have been never good, but it could have been, like, funny weird. for people like us who, like, like weird shit. That's like, true. funny in the way that I find Baron Corbin funny <laughs> yeah. just because I have my own, like, headcanon about what is actually happening with Baron Corbin. Like, that's that's become the way I watch wrestling anyways is just because, like, I'm a, because I'm a, these days. I, I'm I'm a better writer than the <laughs> WWE writing team, um, and I know that. So, um, like I like they didn't bring a brainstorming. There was a while where when Braun actually was getting over as a babyface at first, he was basically a Renaissance man. Like he played like the stand-up bass and sang that one time. I know. Oh, yes. Yeah. And yeah, that like that was the same time as brainstorming. Like. Yeah, you know, I, I bet I bet Braun that up. I bet Braun vetoed Brain Strowman. He's I like, I don't want to do it anymore. 
I'll, oh, I'm I don't not. Think, I, I don't think Braun has a single bit of pull backstage. That's true. <laughs> Any creative control. I just t- he go, goes into the fans. I have an idea if you want to listen. And it's like, get out of here, you dumbass. You're stupid. Dane, go call him stupid on TV. That's a match. Cover him with slime. They haven't done that on Nickelodeon in a while. Let's do it. Dad, we haven't finished my birthday celebration. Go get out there, going stupid. Oh, Braun, get down on your hands and knees and let Shane ride you like a horse on your birthday. Come on, train boy. Train boy. He's going to be was... dressed like the conductor from Thomas the Tank Engine you got it, some, boss. sometime, and I'm going to be so excited for it. This was, this was Shane's birthday present. You get, yeah, you get to get thrown off a cage, son. You get um, to insult Braun Strowman. But, so to me, the whole thing read, though, as kind of the same thing that we're getting at with the Alexa Bliss, Nia Jax, fatphobic storyline, where it's like, it's not nice to call people that. It's not nice to call people that. And that's like what it, what it ended up boiling down to with this little gimmick when instead it was it could have just been braun being like gotcha on to the next thing i mean i i understand it this is for the kids it's just corny it, but you're completely you are also completely right the 30 year old in me didn't need to hear it but braun, maybe braun there's Stroman's maybe for there's the children there's are, there are there are probably are people out there who that that, that did, did mean a lot to yeah the guy who as looks a, like he's going paintballing or storming the capitals for the children as a, that's the as one as i'm a, saying as a child the people i look to in wrestling uh, Braun Strowman and Shane McMahon. I mean, I mean, most marketable it's, to it's, children. It's the Hulk. I mean, honestly, children would see Braun and he's massive. It's, yeah, it's the Hulk Hogan like formula. Effect. Yeah, big big guy. He's telling you to be nice. Don't call people stupid. It's not yeah. nice. Stand Vitamins. up to your bullies. Um, fucking be a train. <laughs> Want to be, be a train? A train be man. a fucking train. You could be anything. Uh, he, uh, you could be a twin of yourself who's a lot smarter, or you could be a train. Those are the two options. <laughs> he he does have a very very cute puppy as of like last week. That and I hope I he mean, just like I hope that somehow becomes his gimmick. Just like he does post some like, don't nice call things Drake Maverick too. a cute puppy next to him. <laughs> he is two of my also, favorite friends. That, like just because of this the the difference the size difference. Yeah, yeah it's it's, it's like how Hornswoggle and Great Collie used to ride together. And I mean, Hornswoggle, Great Khali, and Natalia, the most famous <laughs> fucking trio. Love dancing it. around. And yeah. honestly, Braun is a friend to children because of Nicholas. He's so. really not, he's not a bad guy from everything I've seen. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not a good guy. I'm not a bad guy. I'm, I'm a train. Not stupid. <laughs> I'm not I'm stupid. The- I am a train. <laughs> but I am a train choo-choo. All Remember when he flipped an ambulance? Like, what? This is one of the wildest like character arcs of any character. Like for not changing, became a train. <laughs> for not changing at all, he's also changed so much. It's so funny too because like it was genuinely an effective like someone's talking shit. I need a challenger, and you get the baby like Ron. Or they, but now you get like three seconds of train starting up noises before it happens. <laughs> that <laughs> takes all the effect out of the like who's ooh whoa and train steam. Yeah, toot, toot. bro. Oh, they better have like a fucking match that involves like coal, like actual coal, like a coal miner's glove match. Michael Cole, Michael Cole My- on a pole match. Yeah, Michael Cole. Cole. My Michael Cole in a coal furnace match. Or Michael. Are they gonna? Is he gonna become the new Tim White? Tim White. I don't um, know what that means. That that's a weird deep cut. 
Okay, um, so back uh, in the two thousands, Tim White, former referee, um, kept dying on these dot com Oh yeah. Hi. <laughs> there it is. That's the look I was going for, Zach. It's that like bewildered I, like it's oh, one of those things. Oh no. It's like it's from that era of wrestling right before I started like watching again. Like that just like period where I hear about stuff. And like that they did like they did that, especially like the free network online stuff. Is so weird. It is like was, the weirdest era of anything. Was like that Scotty young- Goldman's show? He had a dot com show. Cole was Cabana. That, was that the Young Bucks' favorite era because they killed people in being the elite? Was that what they were referencing? No. I mean, that, honestly, <laughs> that, that is what they grew up watching. No, they no, definitely no. have. They definitely got have been influenced by the weird dot com <laughs> stuff, though. That yeah. that happened. The the original run of the dirt sheet. Bad Bunny delivered the best celebrity wrestling performance uh, in a minute. Yeah. In a minute, if not like top top few ever, like him and McAfee. Best since McAfee. I think McAfee. McAfee, I think did better, but it's like same. Hit, hit a singles level. match. Um, yeah, Bad Bunny and Damian Priest beat the beat the Miz and John Morrison. Um, Bad Bunny was in there for ninety percent of the match. Yeah, Bad Bunny mm-hmm. wasn't a celebrity wanting to get clout. He was a celebrity who grew up watching wrestling and wanted to wrestle. And wanted, I mean, you're presented an opportunity to be like, "Hey, Bad Bunny, you can have a spot in a match at WrestleMania," and uh, he he took it comp- like as seriously as a as a person could because. That's mm-hmm. a huge, yeah. It, it's just cool. Yeah, he did. He did a great job. It was fun. I like the chemistry between him and Damian Priest a lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, he did a Canadian Destroyer, Bunny um, Destroyer, yeah. a, a Bunny Hop. Oh, oh, yeah, Bunny Destroyer. That's what um, it's called. I will say he threw like this is like almost a more impressive thing because Morrison is essentially was the one that yes. was doing. Oh, one hundred percent. He threw a mm-hmm. fucking oh, yeah. fantastic arm drag. Stuff like mm-hmm. that is like almost more impressive just because it's like oh, that's like a. Like a wrestling thing that he has to do to look good. He sold mm-hmm. really well, I thought. Like mm-hmm. everything he did actually was pretty fucking cool. like there were moments where he looked a little like I wouldn't even say lost, but you know, like we used to talk about we used to talk about with Bianca Belair, the the like, okay, what's my next move like thing? Like do a move and he had a couple moments of that, but it almost felt realistic of like what a non wrestler would look like in a wrestling match, you know, yeah. like well, going like, What do I do? This is I'm it's like, like this okay, is not my oh world. Shit, like I'm actually here. Like, oh no, what do I? Uh, I'm gonna do this. Yeah, like it seemed and, consistent with the way, like with who his movement in general. Like it wasn't yeah. just like he thought he was lost. Sorry, Jack. and I, like, big shout out to the Miz and John Morrison as well. Like they, I know the Miz is just a. We talk shit on the Miz a lot, but when it comes to like basic ass working, he knows he knows that shit. And they, he helped. He helped Bad Bunny a lot. Yeah, like they when, put in a fucking fantastic performance, and, making yeah. sure he, he and they elevated him. Up. Like there was that one spot where the Miz or Bad Bunny like lifted the Miz from the rope, and the Miz like had to like stay up and like control it, even though he was in the air. Oh yeah, I'd say the, the Miz is a great like celebrity spot. 100 percent performer like yeah. he's never ever going like going to have 
a five-star match, you know. Mm-hmm. He's never going to have a four-star match. Mm-hmm. Like, three and a half. He, if he was in there with AJ, he could get to, up to a three and a half. Um, like, Jin, like he Jinder did, you know. Like, Jinder had a three and a half-star match with AJ. But um, The Miz, like, is so good at, like, at knowing who he's supposed to be. Because, like, I was realizing, like, I legit was, like, like hated The Miz at the beginning. Like, with that entrance and all of it, it is so obnoxious. I, my, um, my friend Ryan, um, who, he, like, grew up watching wrestling. And he, like, watched a Royal Rumble with us at your house, Derek. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I, like, texted him and just told him, like, that he should check out the main, the main event. Like, I, I tell him, like, really good wrestling stuff. Yeah, I was like, oh, he probably already has Peacock just because he's like a big like movie and TV guy. He's a big Office fan. <laughs> well, that's actually what I was about to say is um, when I was explaining, like, he actually asked me, oh, I heard Bad Bunny had a good match. And I was like, oh, like Ryan knew who Bad Bunny was and stuff. And I was like, oh, yeah, like it was really good. Um, I told him like I gave him like time stamps to watch mm-hmm. and everything. And I told him like. I apologize in advance for the Miz and Morrison's entrance. It's the most obnoxious <laughs> thing ever. I said, it is Michael Scott would think it's hilarious. And I oh, realized yeah. like, like that's exactly what it was. And I realized like, that's what they were, they were supposed to do. They're supposed to make me absolutely hate it. Oh yeah. And, and they, they real uh, peacock, peacock, uh, real peacock energy. And like some of the bunnies didn't have ears. It was weird. One fell off on camera and it was really disturbing it was like more disturbing <laughs> than anything but i am looking to see if miss has had any four-star matches it it was so much fun to watch and like it was incredible he miss has been in some four-star matches mm. with whom um one of them was seth rollins it was born <laughs> at quarter stars from, that checks out it was six five eight twenty eight what's this match what did this get Oh, 6 5 2018, huh? Uh, I remember it that one. Was Backlash 2018. Oh. Going at quarter stars. The lost episode? <laughs> yeah. It also was in uh, some of those Royal Rumbles had like four stars. Uh, Money yeah, in the Bank good. did. <laughs> okay. Um, so ones where he's with chamber, several other folks. Um, I think the one versus John Morrison in 2011. That's fun. One from a steel cage with Dina and Morrison in 2011. And then the um, two of them against Dolph. Oh, the one. Remember the Dolph feud from 2016? Yep. Yep. Those are great matches. Okay. And then there was one where he was the third wheel against Finn Balor and Seth Rollins. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That was a. That was uh, (laughs) Mania for the IC title. That was a good match, too. This one was a triple threat on a Raw. A random Raw match. As much as as I do enjoy listening to the good (laughs) matches that Miz has been in. We are on this the precipice a- of talking about my favorite main event wrestling match, uh, R- D- WrestleMania main event. Uh, well, let's wait years. for Isai to finish. Oh, that's it. Okay, <laughs> okay. Isai, Isai Kareem. Now we can. We now had we, can go. we had Isai talking good things about the Miz. So yeah, we. we I was actually just very curious to see if he had anything that was above four. You know, um, it, it, going back and like highlighting some of those matches. Yeah, those are great matches, and like he played his part in them. So like it's. Especially the Ziggler ones. The Ziggler ones are... should have been me. It seems like the the, mo- the best Miz matches are ones that he has a bit part in, not that he has a big part in. <laughs> oh, I was except for the, the Ziggler matches. The Ziggler like that feud yeah. is that was a that, really good that, feud. That feud is the reason why like 
this the Miz won wrestler of the year from like Rolling Stone in 2016, which sounds oh, yeah. like a joke, but it was actually like a legit like wrestling journalist who like wrote it that coverage. Been me. Um, <laughs> was that was that the uh, that was great that feud intercontinental was great. yeah IC title feud? match and yeah. that's like when Ziggler's like saying he was gonna fucking quit if he didn't win and yeah. it actually felt like the title versus career match felt important. That's right when they did like that brand split too. And so, mm-hmm. like, it was, it was just, the first good feud on SmackDown. Yeah, it's like SmackDown was like fucking hitting. It's like you had like, uh, yeah, Dean Ambrose and AJ. Just, yeah, yeah, Dean and AJ. You had fucking Miz and Ziggs. The Miz and Zig connection. Miz Ziggs. Yeah. Oh. Um, we're never gonna get another yeah. show, Miz. Right? Uh, check, check it. I'm gonna drink some Tucky. Yeah, yeah. All another, right, another good visual gag. All right, let's talk about the main event. Bianca let's- Belair. Yes. Sasha Banks, two black women in the main event of WrestleMania. Michael Cole said it and didn't fucking stutter. It was it, it got a lot of traction also like on black Twitter just because like people were like stoked. They said he said it with his whole chest. Yeah. Mm. Both I, of them, I love that. Well, cause did you did any of you catch on the, the pre-show dipshit JBL being yeah. like, this isn't about gender. This isn't about race. This is about mm. two competitors. It's I about history. Yeah, I, I think I get what he's saying, but it was um, ignorant. And Booker T yeah. said as much. Like Booker T, like was asked about it. Um, on I think it was on just busted open radio. Yeah, or um, about or JBL Booker T's podcast. Like, yeah, talks and, shit on all the time. And um, his response basically was like, uh, he wasn't. He's he's wrong, and I'll talk to him about it next time I see him. Like, just like, that- like saying like, yo, he like he's my friend. He was wrong. Like, I'm gonna correct him. Like, this is in. In Booker T said, the last time two black people were in the main event of a pay per view was him and The Rock at SummerSlam. Jesus, wow. was that two thousand and fucking one? Yeah, yeah. Wow. No, I don't. I don't know if that's one hundred percent factually accurate, but I would trust Booker T to like. I trust. I mean, ha- I can't think of another one. If there haven't been, if there have been, it's so rare that like it it might as well be true. You know, like even if it isn't one hundred percent accurate, it, yeah. it, it's close enough that I can't <laughs> think of anything else. And it's, I mean, it's an absolute disservice to talk about JBL any more than I have. But about when we're when in reference to this match, I, I think he <laughs> was more like he was trying to just say like it's, a, it's a historic moment. Like it's not women's history, it's not black history, it's history. But, but it's, it's like you're taking away from it. So I, mm-hmm. I appreciate people like Booker T who keeps his friends intact. Like I'm going to talk to him. Yeah. Yeah. It was it, it was definitely just a thing of like I can't fit myself into that narrative, but I can talk about WrestleMania. So that's what this is about. Mm-hmm. Uh, is was JBL just being fucking egomaniac? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Sasha came out tributing Naomi, which was kind of sick. Um, even though she was on the card, <laughs> is that what uh, it was? I I because yeah. I saw it was also like a gear. Uh, I think like she the, she the said pattern as of much. gear. Oh, okay, the pattern of gear she had was also a throwback to the one that she wore when she debuted. Yeah, it, she, especially with her husband being one of the fucking gear makers there. He a lot of, year. Oh yeah, he did great. Um, he did AJ's you know, like, and Shane's too. Probably a lot of uh, cool little like callouts and like shit like that to people yeah. and uh, like parts in their career. And oh, he always has great on like he always has fantastic gear. And AJ Styles always has, like, I think, like, the best. I love how he fucking looks, and so does Brian Myers. That's why he stole it. It was so funny, though. Like, so, um, obviously, the challenger came out first. Yeah. And that way, it just felt so huge. Because to watch 
Bianca coming down uh, was just like this thing of like, you see somebody who we've seen from, from Jump, uh, you yeah. know, in NXT and being like, we wow, look- she wasn't good yet. Like we have said that we I mean, have and it's just her like, progress, but it's like, look where, look where she is and look how she holds that fucking that stadium. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, it's just like, wow, she really, really like it's, it just felt like a huge moment. And then obviously the, the look, the, the, um, the emotional moment between the two before the match started was, yeah. oh man, it just, it just uh, set a stage like, of like, wow. Trying watching... to... Sorry, you got it, Derek. Trying to stay in character, but also like crying and like appreciating each other. Like, Especially just Sasha, like you, you see, you saw the difference in their experience, and that Sasha's had these big moments already. That yeah. she like started getting choked up, and then she just like she shoved that shit down. Like she's like, "I'm yeah. the heel." Like you saw like on her face for one second, and then she yeah. was like, "It was back the, in well because you saw her mouth." That was the thing that I was just like, "Oh," because Bianca's like overwhelmed clearly, yeah. and then you look, it pans over to Sasha, who's also choked up, and she's just mouthing, "I know, I know." Yeah, huge, and, and like. Um, oh. Really funny thing that was reported today. Apparently, John Cena Sr., John Cena's dad, oh. said that it, this, it was fake, but there was. Fuck off. Out of his ass. Fuck off, old John. <laughs> yeah. John Cena would never. Who gives a shit what John Cena's dad thinks about anything? Yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't care what John Cena's dad thinks about whatever he ate for breakfast. <laughs> some, um, you know, the only people who care are some like pretty like low time massachusetts like in new england area yeah. indie promoters who rely on john cena john cena's dad to like draw people for them <laughs> draw the 20 people to their yeah. indie that like fucking greg I, valentine's yeah. wrestling on the the shows that fucking pj from aviator used to re- referee at that he told us about <laughs> when he was on the show last year oh yeah badass main event brutus beefcake versus like fucking larry dale yeah. yeah, hometown hero, yeah, Larry Dale. <laughs> um, but yeah, also this match had a terrible build, and it was incredible. They told such a better story just in the ring, like letting mm-hmm. that just happen, and it's just like Sasha always like being like a little like one step ahead, being the veteran. Yeah, and then just like Bianca's just like unmatched like power and like fucking athleticism. Yeah, and it's like, like I almost had you. I almost had you. Ooh, ooh. And, and then like, Sasha was like, "You never had your car." <laughs> it's it's just cool. Um, I mean, the fucking military press slam, like walking up the steps. Oh, yes. fucking wild. The yeah, more that is, like, that in like some some of the stuff like Cesaro's done are like yeah. it, it is at that level of like the most impressive physical things I've ever seen. Like, she did that she, running shooter, and it was fucking that's insane. I, I feel like no one that tall should be able to do that. I mean, like the first person I ever saw do that was Morrison. Okay. Uh, back in the day with Johnny Nitro, and I always thought it was super cool, and Seth used to do it all the time. But it's just like she did it like like one step off with ease, like got yeah. great height on it, where Seth yeah. used to look like he was about to scrape his forehead every time, but never did. Yeah. But, like, I've watched this match three times because I, I showed a couple people, or I watched it the next day. I watched this in the mm. Cesaro match um, before I watched night two. And then I watched it the other night. I showed my roommate uh, the Bad Bunny match and this match. And yeah, like, it is so good. There's only one spot where Bianca doesn't look very confident. And that's when she gets on the slippery rope. And like mm-hmm. has to like shake, but the rope's slippery. 
So exactly. like, yeah, I don't blame her for not that. just that though. I mean, if you if you're going up top for like a, a quote unquote high risk move, mm-hmm. I mean that also can be part of it too. It's like it's true it's when you're up there in the high when you're up in the high rent district. That's true. Exactly. Um, that she even with you know all that rain and stuff looked a lot more confident on that top rope than Brock did in the main event of WrestleMania on the top rope. <laughs> Is that against Angle? Yeah. When he fucking uh, domed himself? I, well, and watch him before he domes himself. You see, like... Hesitation? It, you know, there's, like, those, like, like social media accounts that are, like, moments before... It is, like, pictures, like, moments before a disaster. Yes. Just, like, the picture of Brock's <laughs> knees wobbling on the top <laughs> rope. Like, everyone should have known it was about to happen. Yeah. Oh, man. So, I love how the story throughout the match, too... I mean, just the, the physical story in the match... Um, is that uh, Sasha's pretty liberal with the usage of of grabbing Bianca's hair. hair. And then so at the end of the match, uh, when Bianca's finally like, no, no, and whacks her through the side, just fucking Her- slices oh her. Oh, my God. Perfect oh. storytelling. Yeah. You know, Especially I, like, th- I thought that was like a, a great way to tell a story. You know, you always keep going <sighs> to it. So I think they probably watched some of my matches where, you know, yeah. I'd be – I'd be going for the sharpshooter and they get out, but then finally, you know, I catch them like Bianca yeah. did. So totally, I think, they, I think they were kind of paying tribute to me. Yeah, it's probably all about great you. WrestleMania matches that I've had too. Yeah. I've also main evented WrestleMania and won the title. Yeah, no, it's definitely about and you. So man. I think that's what they were doing was calling to me. Matt. You're right, as usual. We'll hey, never Matt, tell you. We'll never hey, tell Matt, you. You know, wrong. I'm moving. I'm moving in with you too when you move. Yeah, I know. No, I know. We're setting yeah. up the dungeon in the basement. Yeah, and I'm gonna just make you tap out Ew. there like my father's stupid. Yeah. No, I know the house has a basement, and Brett has has said it's his dungeon. Um, welcome, to, I, welcome to Brett's layer, right, Oster? Yeah, I was just in there. He called me in. <laughs> just, oh yeah, Brett moved in with me, Matt. Oh, nice. Yeah. I, I decided to stay with him because, uh, you know, just with everything that's going on, I just felt more safe in Cuna because they're more aligned with my people. Canadians? <laughs> I'm just talking about people who really like themselves and think they know better than everybody else. <laughs> um, did you talk about the hair thing yet? Yes. Uh, we, yeah, ju- we were just talking God. about the hair thing. God. Okay, sorry. It, it was a so, cause well, it was, Yeah, because it was a beat throughout the whole match, is the thing. Yeah. It's like is is Sasha kept using Bianca's hair to stop Bianca, and mm. Bianca was finally able to 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 just unload on on that one whip. And uh, I love the kiss of death. I love that she doesn't use that in every match. Like it's it's it should be saved for big moments. Yeah. I don't um, think it should be used for like years again now. Like yeah. that was and the story perfect. behind it was like I'm using it because you won't fucking stop yeah. like touching it. You know, oh, like yeah. you, won't, also, you won't that... stop using you won't stop using it against me. I'm gonna snap and use it against you. Okay. And, I hope and... like years down the road there's like a fucking hair versus that would be wild. Yeah, that'd be sick. Um, um also like I love that this story was in this match because you know there's a big thing with like black women especially like don't touch black women's hair like yep Yep. white white people love to be like to be shitty and like oh yeah oh it's like it's so different like shit like that yeah well and i'm pretty sure that was a story beat in one of bianca's feuds right well remember when fucking who was she partnering with it wasn't eo it it was was Kyrie. uh, it was Kyrie. yes Kyrie touched it and there was that thing of like don't yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, um, but it was like a beat. Like I think it was just on social media or something. Like 
where it seemed like maybe that wasn't part of supposed to be part of the story and she was just actually uh-huh. saying that to the person i think but that's yeah. kind of what it felt but it was like oh you're getting a little familiar there yeah um sasha banks is 29 years old this solidifies her in my eyes as like a veteran like she's right. putting the young talent over she's like happy for it like she like like we were saying about i, I love uh, that like she we're saying that about to the camera I mean, what bill what will osprey doesn't do he doesn't elevate anyone like Sasha elevated Bianca so much because for one, she has so much clout. She is mm. one of the best on the main roster. Yeah. Um, she has like she sold so well. Um there's, you know, the she, thing- tr- she tried so hard. Like at the end of the match, this was only on Twitter, she was smiling. She was so happy. Mm-hmm. Like she doesn't that- fucking politic. She's so happy to put another person over. Well, the, the, deserves the thing. It. It, it's he probably does politic. She's yeah. probably a pretty good yeah. amount. Um, <laughs> it's it's more so understanding what's best for business and what's going to be best for wrestling overall because that's what she really likes to do. Because like, like somebody like Brock Lesnar will lose to somebody if he thinks it's good for business. It's true. That's true. I could see Sasha first off doing that because she's mm-hmm. not stupid at all. And second, also going to be doing what's good for wrestling because she really does just love wrestling. What, what's good for wrestling, what's good for women too, what's good for women's wrestling. And, mm-hmm. um, maybe even biggest of all, what's mo- big and important for black women wrestling. Like, yeah. I think that's part of it. Like, especially like Sasha like, has actually, a, you know, I think a fairly like unearned and probably racially charged, if not biased, reputation of being difficult to work with mm-hmm. um we she, she's not and, afraid to let you know that, that she's confident yeah. but and, like and, and also i but I'll, i think that a lot of those reactions were like oh she doesn't get along with alexa bliss so she must be difficult to work with but no alexa's great alexa's awesome because she's the one talking about it in public yeah like um and i'm not even like putting that on alexa bliss i'm just saying like there that has happened to sasha banks like 20 times in the last yeah. like five years where it's like Brian Satin reports something that ends up being bullshit, you know? Yeah. Well, no, they were crying on the fucking floor. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> and and anytime a woman is speaking her mind, she's she's framed as difficult. Whereas yeah. when Kevin is like, Vince, I don't want to do this, I want to do this, Vince likes it. Yeah. hundred percent hundred percent. It goes even more so for Sasha. She gets a lot more hate. Yeah, a lot because of other people she's vocal, like her personality, her heel of work, color of her skin. Yeah, 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 and and because like I see like especially in like the documentaries they've done, they did on Sasha and stuff, like and hearing her in interviews where she's where she drops the character because I've noticed she stays in character during interviews a lot more these days, and I think it's because yeah. she realizes she people don't misconstrue her words if she's in character. Mm-hmm. um because they just go oh she's in character or you know oh whatever like um I, she's obviously Sometimes a very that fucking kate is, gets me off the box oh sarah, it does. Sarah, um, sarah, anya in, sarah shockey's impression of her makes me laugh so hard it's uh, just the, anya, anya hates sasha sasha promos so much and i don't blame her it's um, been, like the, watching the fucking steve austin broken skull sessions with her and just the whole time he talks mm-hmm. like this steve like this it's, oh it's my rough. god, um, it's a stone cold 
beer. Yeah. Um, but I was saying, like, she's obviously socially anxious in a oh, way yeah. I relate to very, very much. You know, like, I, I, I deal with that stuff, too. But I'm not a celebrity, and I'm not yeah. a black woman, you know? Well, like, I'm, I don't have to deal with those extra things that she does. And I think that makes people go, oh, she's hard to work with. She's difficult. Like, because I've, like, I've heard feedback from people who I've, like, gotten to become friends with and know who before they knew me thought I was like sour and like I'm like mean person. Like I've gotten that direct feedback from people I consider friends now that like, or thought I was like big timing people. Cause I wouldn't say hi to like someone I barely knew. Like, I've gotten that before anxious. too. Like I got, Oh, I've gotten know. that before too, where it's like, I thought you were ignoring me. I was like, no, I saw you. I just, I was hoping you'd come say hi. Cause I don't know what to do. <laughs> I did shout out to Alex. Yeah. And I actually heard that. They said that about me once. That's like, good friends. That's good for you. Good friends and to give you that fine. kind of feedback. Yeah. Like, so I think she gets that. Like, where people are like, oh, you know, he wasn't like contributing to the conversation when she was in the room. So I think she's too cool for everyone. It's like, no, she probably just wants to. She's probably, you know, just was a kid who like was super, un- the super uncool wrestling kid. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you know, growing up. Right. Snoop Dogg's cousin that Snoop that like Snoop Dogg barely, you know, knows and like, you know, she was like, who, whose dad wasn't around, like shit like that. Like, I think she was just an awkward kid who now is an awkward adult, who has mm-hmm. to pretend to be the boss in front of millions of people. Right. I mean, because it's like such a, a highly, um, I mean, she's, she's such a, a highly public facing figure and with such a highly public facing gimmick. But I think that's it's probably more comfortable, like you're saying, to be that gimmick when you're being front facing than just to be yourself because that is way more vulnerable than being a character. Um, and it's indicative across like every, every working field in this, in this country, you know? Mm -hmm. And so to be like, Oh, she's difficult to work with. You know, a lot of that does become because of the, like, because she's a woman and because she's black is, is, and she's not afraid to say like, Hey, we deserve better. I deserve better. I fucking put in the work here. She's not afraid to say that. It 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 goes across anything. It's just such a fame. She's such a famous person. Yeah. Uh, and so a lot of times that'll get thrown on people. And for some people, like they get the benefit. It's like, oh, they're just driven. Like, look at Mox. He mm-hmm. was just driven, and he wanted out, and blah blah blah. And he can go and bitch and moan on podcasts, and it's fine. He's just getting it off his chest, and we love him. But then Sasha, like, we'll talk about displeasure with anything. It's like, oh, she's just ungrateful, and he's just mm-hmm. cocky, and it's like. right it's worth putting a critical eye on but they're the the match that they that they put on was fabulous the whole night one was amazing Mm -hmm. um and i i gotta say compared to night two i wish i wish it was flip flopped but what are you gonna do yeah what um, a wwe thing to like shoot it so like shoot a little bit like i will say that sunday Sunday night's main event was my favorite match of the whole weekend Hmm. yeah no i say i yeah agree i could but that one like they should have flipped some of the other matches around maybe put like cesaro and seth on night two just to give it a little bump ski mm-hmm. um yeah maybe put the fiend like on like sunday night heat no question um, no question the main event of night two was the most big fight feel of the mm-hmm. weekend oh, for sure fucking amazing it did i <laughs> i almost would have liked that to be the main event of night one though because like 
that like elevate the like night one and then be like oh but we still have more and then like the emo the emotional like yeah. eye of the main event the the women's main event being at the end of night two would have been like right i think a better walk, like who doesn't home. walk away from that Sasha bianca match feeling good yeah. who doesn't walk away feeling good well it's wwe so like they had to have the real main event yeah. but mm. let's get into night two it started yeah. off it started off with randy orton beating the fiend this match was not good all but right i'm gonna go to the I... bathroom on this part <laughs> okay see ya all right wasn't good but i i, I, I was fans... i am it's wandavision yep, it's I'm not great you. but i am so fucking interested there I... up until the last moments of that match i was happy i was happy the jack in the box yo that rocked I love the Jack in the Box with the pentagram with yeah. with with the fiend coming out and his his shout out to Brody Lee. It was like yeah, that was that, really, was, that, was, really that was great. It was heartwarming. I thought the match itself, you know, it's just like okay, if it's not going to be a cinematic match, this is what we're getting. That's fine. Alexa, even, this was a five minute match. Alexa getting in that box and the makeup people doing all that shit. For five I minutes. Appreciate it. Yeah, production I wise, I've loved the last two things that have happened with the fiend. Uh, okay. yeah like production wise it's super impressive you know like mm-hmm. um and derek you and i we, we talked about this right after the match because i went over and watched it he says which was mm-hmm. still which is rad that's the first time i've gotten to watch wrestling with other people in over a year mm-hmm. um thank you thank you pfizer um <laughs> uh but like we were talking about it then like if I had any trust that WWE would follow through with cool storytelling based mm-hmm. on a cool moment, yeah, um, then I would be excited about this. Yeah. Um, I think I would have been excited about this before we did this, maybe started this podcast and I had to talk about wrestling, <laughs> uh, you know, for two hours plus every every single week um yeah i was just choosing to do that to anyone who would listen at Mm -hmm. um like shows at the neurolux Mm -hmm. um uh i would have been like oh i would have been like oh maybe it'll be cool like maybe and i just like i'm at the point where like i try not to be a jaded wrestling fan uh but sometimes you just we only have the evidence in front of us to work with and yeah and that's the thing it's like i just it's like it's like i'm gambling and it's like, I just want to see what happens. I just want to see what happens. And like, I, was, I lose so much money because I invest so much into what if. So like, I'll paint this picture. You're, I'm feeling great off night one. I'm feeling great mm-hmm. off night one. I'm like, night two, let's do it. Fiend, okay, I'm doing it. Pentagram in a box. Awesome. Uh, matches like whatever. Alexa Bliss comes out of the box, fucking bleeding blood and spitting black blood. Awesome. Tight. Then, Tight as hell. Distracts have, the Fiend. And the Fiend's distracted. I'm into that too. I'm like, where are we going? But then you feel it. But whenever you're, there's a Randy Orton match and someone's distracted, uh-oh. And there it was, RKO, one, two, three. Yeah. And I was like, that? Yeah. That? Yeah. Well, well that's what we were building to? Okay. I don't think they knew what they were building to. Exactly. And, and apparently, that became apparent. That became very Plans apparent. were for The Fiend to win until, like, day of. Which is also <laughs> wild because this story is so much better better than him winning or i guess alexa would have distracted randy but i I like i see the story i see in my head alexa distracts the fiend alexa is now 
the real fiend, like Sister Abigail <sighs> level, whatever. Sure, right. Like right. she's the one in control. She's like the driving the, force. Yeah. The fiend is now a minion banana. Um, <laughs> the fiend is now just a puppet for Alexa Bliss. Alexa Bliss is in complete control because she looked terrifying. Yeah, she, she did. She is doing great. She could play, and I could see her playing a puppet master villain yeah. so well, so and well. She, but here's like, my fear with that. Yeah. Army of Banana Minions. <laughs> Army <laughs> of Fiends. Al- Alistair Black. So I think Alistair is doing his own thing with the promo yeah. video he put on his thing, which is good. Uh, p- other podcasts know. have been talking about throwing him into this. I do not like that. I don't. I want hope, it. I, I I've heard people talk about that too, and they're like, "Oh, well, they're not using him. They might as well." It's like, no, like, yeah. don't not might as well. Like, I'd rather him stay off TV. I'd rather him never appear for the company again and <laughs> yes. go back up as Tommy End somewhere else than be anywhere near this. He's yeah. too. The reason if if Alexa and the Fiend like work which i don't think they do but i'm saying like mm-hmm. you know if you're if you're working from that assumption that this stuff works at some level it is because alexa naturally isn't that close to this character you know like it's yeah. because there's that dichotomy going yeah, on yeah if they put alistair black in this mm-hmm. it'd be like okay so he got five percent spookier like the only thing i Unless we got Firefly Alistair, like oh. Firefly Funhouse Alistair. I would like that. Which would, would be funny. Like his room, like um, room. What if Alistair though in like Firefly world is just like a beach bum kind of guy? Like he's just always kind of got like a, like a diet soda in his hand and he's got like some board shorts on. If, if, if I was truly like convinced that there's literally no saving Alistair Black, like in this company and like in general, then I would love to see that. Um, just because, but you like, would hate why to see not? It. Yeah, but I, yeah, I, man, I, I don't, don't want, want that. that. <laughs> Alistair Black that. beating the fiend could be good. No, be the cool. doll's gonna beat the fiend. Oh yeah, the doll with the teeth or the skulls for teeth. I mean, that's like on paper, but ass. Yeah. But I, um, honestly, production-wise, everything's great. Production-wise. I, I want an intergender match where Bianca, or Bianca, where Alexa beats the Fiend. That's what I want. <laughs> I like your theory. I didn't come into this conversation with your theory. I like your theory of, of uh, literally the Fiend just being a, a meat puppet that, that Alexa Bliss can control. That yeah. would be sick. Um, it would get boring fast again. Like all of this. Oh, yeah. But here, but here we go. Here we go. I liked the red light. I liked the red light. The red light makes his pants look cooler. Makes everything about it look more That's palatable. true, but that's because the pants are bad. That's an easy <laughs> fix. Like, it's not like, oh, man, like, we got to put on the red light because, like, how else are we going to make his pants look cool? Well, they're uh, sure they want pants. stinks to come. Makes everything look cool. Makes the crowd look cool. Mm-hmm. It, makes, uh, it makes it all look cool. Jack in the Box machine was way cooler. Yeah. See, that's the thing. It's like, I know it's bad. I know it's going to continue to be or, bad. I just have hope that I'll be surprised. If you're Michael Cole, a box-like contraption. <laughs> oh, that's fun. Yeah, You've it was... spent uh, too much time on this. I thought I was going to miss it. No. Yeah, no. 
we kept well, it going just for you. No, you were just hoping to come back and, and talk about the, uh, the, the tag, the women's tag title match. Yeah. Now, I'll say again. Awful. No, not, not awful. Actually, I thought it was fun, but not didn't good. He, didn't Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler, Natalia, Tamina. Uh, I wanted Nia and Shayna to lose. I want Shayna and Nia to split up. I want Shayna to choke the fuck out of Nia Jax. I want Shayna to go on a tear. I want it. I want yeah. Shayna versus is, Rhea. The worst thing is the earliest that possibly live in a world where Nia Jax gets fired is another year from now now. She made it past the cuts. <laughs> That's yep. true. Unless she comes out and says some, well, I don't know. I was going to say some real fucking shitty stuff, but we got no, Jackson. they don't care. She already has. We still got Jackson Riker on TV. They'll just change your name. Yeah. <laughs> they uh, don't hire, they don't fire bad people. Velveteen's dream still works for the company. Not to not not to be disrespectful, but I don't think we need to spend too much time on this match. I, I no. one of the things I did think was no. cool. I liked when Natalia was when they were building up Natalia, putting Naya in the sharpshooter. The crowd loved it. It was kind of a cool moment. It was kind of a cool moment. But like uh, Natalia, like just gets that you know a meet like it doesn't even have to be like that good of a moment. But it's like oh they're doing they're letting Natalia do something cool. Yeah, like you just like you almost pop out of just like surprise that they're actually showing the respect to natalia as a performer that she deserves right? and not mm-hmm. farting yeah <laughs> farting yeah next match kevin and sammy forever and ever they played uh, the hits logan they, paul at ringside they got they got just under 10 minutes they played the hits logan paul god damn it i was upset he was there but you know he got booed the hell out of he he played he played his stuff well he did, he, and he apparently, sold that stunner really well. He did sell that stunner well, and apparently he was wearing those sunglasses because he caught pink eye a couple days before. <laughs> Jesus really? Christ. Yeah, I just assumed sure because he was, was stoned because he seemed, seemed it. Are you sure it was pink eye and he just wasn't high? No, it, it was pink eye. It was he, pink eye. I think it was high eye. Matt is a big Logan Paul fan. Matt watches all of Logan Paul's. No, I'm not. No, he likes Jake favorite. Paul, but he, he, he watches Logan. No, I'm not, but I'll big say fan this. Of Jake Paul. Matt I, thought the thing in Japan was funny. No. No, I fucking, oh my God. I understand and I agree. Walking through the forest, listening to Screwdriver. And... I yeah, agree. That, that does sound I, like Matt. Maybe on this podcast, I'm owed a fake cancel. Sure. But, yeah, because you started the Screwdriver rumor. I didn't think it was going to grow the way it did, but you know, sometimes. <laughs> Y'all can't cancel me. I'll, 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 I'll claim racist. <laughs> uh, no, so I. Yeah, I'll, I'll I, the, yeah you guys really can't real cancel me. I'm the only really, really cis, cis het male in here. I certainly Zach will not. safe. <laughs> I will certainly not be spending much time on what I'm about to say, but I got sucked into a, a, a YouTube algorithm of, oh, <laughs> of that. The, there, as we record this podcast on this evening, there will be a professional fight between former MMA fighter Ben Askren and Jake Paul. Oh yeah, I'm probably going to end up watching that fight. Yeah, I actually Jake really want a good, good fighter. Actually, I really want to see it, and I want to see that little shit get his shit knocked right. So anyway, there's been a shit little. He's a pretty jacked dude. Yeah, but Ben like Askren's a real fighter. And I, again, yeah. I don't want to spend too much time on this. I'm just going to rattle it out. They've been doing a shitload of fucking promo material on this. And I saw a clip of Ben Askren on Logan Paul's podcast. And as I was watching the clip, there was a part where he was talking about the, the sunglasses because he still had pink eye. And he was like, yeah, he got them. They were Sasha Banks's glasses. He got them backstage. Well, he didn't say that. But he's saying they were Sasha Banks's glasses. Uh, and I think he had to get them from wardrobe because he had pink eye. Yeah, also, I think he also had high eye. 
I think both. Because just like I think he definitely was stoned. Um, uh, you know, it's you feel sorry for him, but like it, um, it you're gonna get pink eye when you just eat shit like all the time. All the time when you just are literally when you suck. Not even like he he has his the utensils out next to his plate, but he's he's too hungry for that big pile of nasty shit. And just puts his whole face right down in it all the time. Gotta get it from the trough. Allegedly. Logie's hungry. I've heard that. Logie's hungry. Gonna eat some shitty pies. What what I do like about this whole thing, um, because (sighs) unlike a lot of celebrity things, he was the biggest geek of all. He was. He comes out on Sammy's team. Sammy loses. Um, He's like also seemed like he was fine with it. Like he knew what was gonna happen. Yeah, yeah, he, he switches. It. He switches to Kevin. Te- Kevin's team. He gets stunned. It was a good feel good moment. Yeah, for it was me. a it was a fine, fun, short celebrity thing in the middle yeah. of two guys who have wrestled each other for two decades <laughs> doing, doing what they do well. Yeah, and like from and, the Indies in Montreal to fucking WrestleMania. Like, yeah, exactly. That has you love to see it. And they're also the only two wrestlers now, um, or like the first two. I'm sure it'll happen again. That took a match from takeover to mania so like it makes that story even more special where it's like the indies in montreal ring of honor like all around the world to takeover to like whatever was it i don't remember what pay-per-view they they had their last went on it was during the summer sometime it was like might have been summer battleground it was 2016 like oh it was um whatever um pay-per-view had the shield triple threat for the title um kurt no like the it was um dean roman oh Seth, right 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 for triple the threat title. for the title for the title um after dean cashed in on that um they they fought there and now mania like it was they have, like all these like checkpoints <laughs> It's perfect about it is if you've never watched a lick of wrestling in your life and you turn on the tv and those two are going at it great you're yeah. you're you're like whoa this is awesome but if you've been if you understand the history it's just rich with like so much so much uh like emotion yeah i mean exactly like you were saying it's like it went from montreal city indies to like their first like real big one was uh czw the oh. final battle the pwg the takeover to like just like ancillary pay-per-view to wrestlemania mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. hit every level and yeah and yeah. like there's even like up like WrestleMania pit stop in there where they were in like the icy ladder match and like had moments Hacking with together. each other in, in in that match um at, at Mania 32. Now five years later they get a singles match. Yeah. And did, they delivered. Did anything happen with story wise on SmackDown with this? They, they fought again. Oh, okay. And, uh, Kevin got counted out, I think. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I think okay. Sa- Sammy no Sammy walked out, I think. Something like that happened. I don't know. Okay. Okay. Kevin it, it, is trying to snap sense into sammy and like okay i would love it i i just thought about this but i would love it if it works the other way and we get conspiracy theory kevin oh if kevin starts coming around being like he, i watched it and i hated it read, but then I, I watched it three more times and i can't growing his hair out like sammy <laughs> like starts wearing like oh. the like the, the like cargo pants oh yeah i'd be into it <sighs> Uh, next match, Sheamus defeated Riddle. Hell yeah, that was cool. This, this is one of my favorite matches. Good. This is one of my favorite matches, not just of Mania, but like including Takeover. Like, 
you know, like it's one of my favorite of the week last week. And that's a wild thing to say about a Sheamus WrestleMania match. That's a fucking physical match. And being hyped that Sheamus won because Riddle sucks. And um, even like everything aside, you just go like on paper, like just like what the fucking bro kick at the end. Like, Mm -hmm. fuck yeah, that should be the finish because that was just fucking sick. Yeah, yeah, that was, that was the, all... the, the, the second rope springboard into the bro kick. Yeah, it was yeah, the, yeah. the lion salt yep. into the bro lion kick. Salt like the, yeah. right and he fucking caught him, yeah, in the face. Yeah. We, you know, we, like, put Adam Cole over for doing that to Ricochet a couple years ago. Like, oh, oh, and we, like, oh. talked about, like, I think how about great Adam Cole's timing is and stuff. And that's true. Famous is not, I'd say, a wrestler known for um, being graceful um, <laughs> or yeah. having good timing, not... You know, um, not just being a big awkward idiot um, in there and just punching Concussing people. For real people. <laughs> yeah, um, that is the Sheamus that we all know and love, and he did that in this instance. But he still pulled it off. Like he still got the kick in, and that's still super impressive. Like, and if anything, it, it enhanced it. it. Like enhanced it because it was like you saw him get like that fucking foot go right in his mush. He pins him, and then like Riddle's bleeding afterward. Yeah, and it's like. Fuck yeah, that's a finish because he's fucking hurt. Mm-hmm. I, Especially I like, like Riddle's sad face when he gets pouty. He's like a I, I think he, has, he has giant lips. He has big he, mouth. He does. Um, and also like it feels like a legit like you know after UFC fight reaction like like I that guy got me. I'm pissed about it. Like yeah, like he's not gonna like do the thing where he's like oh you know it doesn't count because it was a freak, it was a fluke. You know like. You're not going to get me again. It's more just like, eh, it can't believe he got me. Like, I can't like, yeah. Like, cause like Riddle, you know, is the better fighter among the two, like in storyline and stuff like that. Like, yeah. Like, and, he's and, the, but Seamus, like he's, you know, you can't like count him out. Cause he's like, he's a wily veteran. He knows what he's doing. He, he all he needs is one movie. Just needs that bro kick. Like, and I love moves like that. Like where it can, uh, quote unquote, come out of nowhere. Um, they gave Riddle the superstar entrance of the fucking year for him, like the giant fucking fireworks, his weird birds with the hats. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever um, that is. It, they gave him the RVD bump with the oh, rolling yeah. papers. Apparently RVD sold out of rolling papers. Yeah. Um, You could tell that they like Riddle, and even though, like, because on Raw, he got, like, for 12 minutes or whatever, just got beat the fuck by... Bobby Lashley, and they're just trying to put over Lashley, so they used Riddle as a sacrificial lamb. Mm-hmm. But they, instead of having this be like two minutes, they had Riddle fight for like twelve, and just, he's tough, and he had a hard fight too. And yeah. it's just Bobby's just so good. But um, I think him and Sheamus is going to continue. But it was it was a great match, and this is the best Sheamus that I've <sighs> seen that's been going on ever since he got out of the feud with Jeff Hardy. From then on, it's like he's been having good matches. Mm-hmm. He's been having, they, and they've been pairing him off with the right people. Mm-hmm. Him and Drew, mean guy matches. Him, him and Riddle, mean guy matches. I yeah. think they like, get I Keith think they Lee. Remember, Let's get some fucking mean guy matches. I think they remembered the formula of the bar. Like, that when the bar formed together is out of a series, a seven way, a seven match series of mean guy matches, you know? Yeah. And then, they became a mean guy tag team and they were great. Like they were yeah. a great tag team. Yeah. They were so. a great mean guy. They won at Mania, didn't they? They mm-hmm. retained their and tag they, titles. 
Yeah, and they um, ended the New Day's longest tag time. Yeah, tag tag. They were like tag five time fucking tag champs in like two years. Yeah, give me Sheamus Mean Guy matches, and I will fucking root for Lobster Head. <laughs> it is a shameful thing. He needs to bring that music back. It's a shameful thing, Lobster Head. Oh, Paulo Cruz, Big E. How what dare the hell, What the fuck what is the hell from Baba Well, dude, okay. Yes. Okay. I I was like, I was like, all right, we're gonna see some people get beat with drums. And that hits a very specific part <laughs> of my soul that I was excited for. No drums were used. Yeah, it was well, Matt. Now you know how I feel used. about bass bass player Terry being around. <laughs> I understand now. Um the, they went for it real fast though. As like, Corey Graves said. The drums sound is the beating of flesh. That is the drum sound. No, it wasn't. <laughs> Could have been yeah, the sound of those like, drums being hit. It was the sound of Corey improv- hitting. I they think that was Corey improving a line because he he saw that there were no drums. Like he saw, he saw them walking through the match. Like they don't touch the they don't use the drums at all. I gotta I gotta come up with something to cover up for that. Yeah, Corey mm-hmm. is good at that. Yeah, let's Corey's talk about uh, that kind of stuff. What's his name? General Aziz? Is that the new Dabakato yes. name? Commander. Really? Commander Aziz. That's mm. the new Babatunde name. Third mm. name. Yeah, That's third name. In, like what? A year? A few years. Just go back to Babatunde. I don't think he ever, he never. He was never on TV as Babatunde, though. I know, so. but he should be. This social I media. think he was once, wasn't he? I want to say he Oh, he's was. in a battle, like a battle royal or something. Wasn't he in the and, greatest battle royal? Then what, what was yes. his second name? Royal Rumble. Dabakato. Uh, Babatunde Dabakato. Um, I like it because he Baba is Tunde, half Daba Nigerian. Tunde, mm-hmm. And so stuff like that is huge. Like it's just cool to have that. Yeah. And like seeing him, I mean, yeah, of course Apollo's gonna have a little team behind him to help him win. Yeah. Shitty heel. What are you gonna do? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's fun. No. I mean, it was fun, except hit the goddamn drums. I'm sorry. And then also the Uranagi under the stairs is fucked. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, um, I did love. I loved how the drums were like so shiny green that they were ob- they they were like the like music classroom uh-huh. drums that every school has. Like, just yeah. obviously bought that day and spray painted with the like brightest green. Yeah, yeah, like, exactly. It was they they brought in a like very like bright picture that they printed off the computer of the Nigerian flag to Home Depot and matched that green. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Um, I do like that. Um, you know, the finish was a little flat just because of the interference. I like the that Cruz is getting a big shove. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And, and he's getting like storyline advancement at WrestleMania mm-hmm. for a guy that that's always been the rub. Great wrestler, no character, no charisma. To like have his WrestleMania match like be character focused is pretty cool yeah, yeah it like, certainly wasn't drum focused yeah good i'm actually happy it wasn't honestly yeah. it's probably for the best yeah, yeah um it's just cool and apparently vince is super like into this and it's like everybody's just like praising apollo like as he's doing his best work it's like he found it like found something that's going to be working for him and now he's not just exactly like he said not just the wrestler he is a character he is a superstar 
I, I, don't, honestly, I don't think Vince watches movies ever, but I wouldn't be surprised if for some reason the one movie he's watched this year is Coming to America. Coming to America 2? He, just, he only to, saw the sequel? Uh, Eddie Murphy. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Funny. Like, Coming to America. Like, oh, I got America. you. Yes, 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 yes. Um, <laughs> how it's stylized. Damn, that rocks. All it's right, still, got, a, it's still in my vi- cart. We got another Hold visual on. gag. It's a Guy Fieri shirt, and it says 311. And it says amber is the color of my chili dog. God damn it. God damn, that's good. Fucking rips. That's really good. Then is gonna go on a hike with Ashley and Oh. Yeah, Croc Wash 2.0. Oh, they're wearing they're wearing their matching uh their matching hiking shirts. <laughs> yeah. No, we're not fucking <laughs> nerds. <laughs> I said they're not fucking nerds. <laughs> I talked to Ashley about Star Trek a long time the other night. We're also like give two hours also... sandwich. We're not nerds as we're two hours deep into a wrestling <laughs> podcast. Only yeah, Ashley. that shit rocks. Um, Rhea Ripley. Guitar entrance. Jesus Christ, that, it was so bad. That was, was so bad. not good. Yeah, Man, I was like, whoa, whoever's mixing the audio here. That band sucks. Yeah, we we were talking about that, like, at, at Isai's, Matt, like, how I don't, like, the only time bands ever sound good, like, for WWE is when they're probably a band that has their own sound people and have the pull to say, like, no, our sound people are doing our sound. Yeah, yeah right? Did Biscuit sound good? Oh, yeah. yeah. Limp Biscuit sounded great. Hell Yeah. <laughs> Also that, but also that mania was like Safeco has a roof on it. So like, that's oh, okay. you're, you're, you are in a, an unideal environment for what you're doing. Uh, and it just was not mixed well. It sounded awful, but, but also her, the vocals were awful. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm like, saying. Fucking tone deaf. And but she that's what, but like, she didn't even like guttural yell that this is my brutality. That's the band that did the song, right? That's my the, guess. It's the vocalist that did. I don't know about the rest of the band, but yeah. I'm sure. I, I my guess is that band is not used to playing in massive stadiums, uh, that, in those conditions. So my guess is she probably sounds phenomenal in like a club mm. or like mm, no hundred. No, I'm no. trying to be kind here. Well, don't we're mind. done being kind. Be okay. real. Okay. All right. Go yeah. ahead. Go on. Talk shit. You know, like some. Like here's the thing about like Go on. screaming. Screaming and yelling vocals. Um, a lot of people that do them sound really good when they're whisper screaming, um, which never translates live ever. Um, mm-hmm. And like, it's just, it's just a different thing. And God, it was such a bad choice. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, because like that song is really great. Her entrance is cool. It's part of what makes her like her. You know, the guitars like, were mixed terribly. All it terribly. was was vocals. And it's like the um, guitars hit. Because like the thing with WWE, like their interest in music and stuff is always ca- so like when you're watching on TV, it's always captured from the arena. Like they're not like hyping it directly in and it makes it like sound more realistic. But maybe there's a compromise where you would just have a little bit of a direct in signal Going straight into you know at least like the fucking guitars and shit because yeah. like you know like 
speaking as you know as a bass player we get lost very quickly you know if you're playing outside i've had to like play outside before yeah. um you're just you're just not there you're gone so your, like, low like, tone, your low tone's got nowhere to go but up is that yeah. what, why the guy from rush plugs directly in and doesn't use amps or whatever i mean yeah i mean that's here's, here's the secret about most bass no, let's, players yeah, let's talk about me, di most of them have my uh yeah, you guys want to start talking about some sans amps. Okay, so here's the yeah, thing. I fucking DI right it, now. but I understand why everyone uses them. <laughs> yeah, it's so much easier. I mean, guitar players these days are all getting into that kind of stuff where they're just direct in with like an Axe FX, Kemper, modeling type amps or um, pedals just because you can get a, an easier signal and have to mic stuff. It's more consistent um, and it's easier to travel Also, with. Zach, this, this is to also try to maybe be nice like Matt wanted to be. Well, no, no, we don't have to do that. With, with vocals. Um, and you're recording them for screaming vocals. A lot of times you'll do a line, mm-hmm. get that line sounding good, then mm-hmm. you do the next line. Mm-hmm. You don't do like a whole verse all in one. Yeah. Well, some people can do that. Like I, mm-hmm. I like to try to do things like when I'm recording, like yeah, get everything into one just to have it sound real. Some I record do it the other way. I record a whole song in one take. Let's hear it. Matt- he says, "Got it on his phone." Um. Matt, Matt, I'm because we we record our bands record at the same studio. We we both do have done done plenty of live tracking. Oh yeah, for bands I know. The only way yeah, I know yeah, how you, to do yeah, it. Yeah, you 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 live track and then I mean, but then you go back and fix things. You can't do that uh, in 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 a stadium. Like I give them that credit. <laughs> I I more like put this on whoever decided to do it. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I think that same performance in a, a 200 person capacity club sounds big, rich, and full. You're not hearing all. No, of, no. You're not hearing all of that. <sighs> Let's move on to the match. It in their, itself. In yeah. Their, yeah. Let's not do in that. their not in their defense, but in their off. Like to be offensive, I don't think they sounded good. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> awesome, Oscar. Um, to be honest, I don't think a single musical performance. Um, Limp Biscuit was on good. Don't start talking. Don't start talking. Be- Biscuit did sound good. No, I'm saying this year. Like oh, gotcha. between the two America, like the Beautifuls and oh, this, yeah. they're Wally all bad. Was cool. Oh, Wale was, just, was good. There you he go. was just lip syncing, but having a blast. So that's how you do yeah. it. That's how you do it for 25,000 people. Yep. Yeah. Uh, the um, match. It yeah. was weird. Yeah. It was all Asuka kicking the shit out of Rhea. And then Rhea got two seconds and one. <laughs> and there's a way to tell that story of like, um one move can that's all it takes you know like but that's not what was that's not really what happened in this like they didn't put that over on commentary they didn't like establish that all she was doing was looking for the riptide and stuff like yeah i don't think in at the finish they actually didn't even call it the riptide oh and i like there's so many issues with that like because Rhea's new, there's going to be so many people who Rhea's new for. Like, they might have seen her at the Royal Rumble and, like, when last year at Mania, maybe. But, yeah. like, a lot of people don't watch NXT that are, like, casual fans. Yeah. Um, you have to establish this character. Like, you have to be talking about, like, oh, she has the Riptide. It's the, you know, like, super devastating move and stuff. Especially because it doesn't look very good. Um, yeah. The Riptide's a bad, a bad move. Like, mm-hmm. It never, it, the only time it's ever looked good was when she did it to Shane off the second rope. Mm-hmm. That was cool. Um, that was cool. Yeah, the pump handle powerbomb is never the best. No, because it looks less impactful than a powerbomb. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, when why is like the hand being between the legs like make it more impactful? 
I, I don't know. Like, yeah, yeah. This this match feels like it had like a section of it cut out. Yeah. To me. Yeah. It feels they, like it had Rhea's comeback shine. cut out. Yeah. Yeah. It had Rhea's comeback. comeback. Yeah. Yeah. Which is that's what's so interesting is like they lost like forty five minutes on the front end night one, but they everything felt balanced. Everything felt like even short matches felt pretty well balanced and that that was what was strange here it's like this is kind of your co-main event and maybe uh, they were just trying something different that's kind of i i so like mo oscar uh being in control <laughs> taking the offense most of the match i kind of liked um just because i did have a solid feeling that this was, was that it was going to end with Rhea holding the title so i was like you know i really don't feel i feel like it, it's been a bit of a it might be harsh to say disrespectful what they've been doing with Asuka as far as having her hold the title but doing nothing with her, even though, you know, if anything, it's just a waste of, of what they have. But mm-hmm. uh, it, so I'm, I was glad to be like, yeah, we have a fucking competitor out here who, who holds that title for a good reason and then give it to Rhea at the end. You know, it's like she maybe she just has she just has more of a, a she just has more not gas in the tank, but she can take more damage than Asuka can because she's bigger. Yeah. But yeah. like, but but that being said, the match itself was a little like, all right. This feels like a match that we might get a rematch or something. I I, I didn't WrestleMania know. backlash. Yeah, oh. and it'll be the better one. Like I, this cool? feels like it could be one of those. I don't know if we want to. I mean, we haven't discussed this. I don't know if we're gonna spend a ton of time on NXT. Uh, but the the moment where everyone was in the ring together when Rhea was, was there and Bianca mm. was there, yeah, it was just like man, it was, this was awesome. It was great. Damn it! Damn it! Damn it! Talk about the head of the table, Roman oh. Reigns beating Edge and Daniel Bryan. Ooh, it was oh. such a good match. It mm. was so good, unreal. The storytelling, the physicality. I love that at the beginning of the match, Roman is not a fucking idiot. He knows that triple threat matches are no DQ, so he shit cans Edge and Daniel Bryan, and fucking main event Oost fucking kicks their asses. Until he gets fucking gets the impaler on the fucking uh, steps and gets drug out of there. I love it because it's like, he's not stupid. Paul's not mm-hmm. stupid. Jay's mm-hmm. not stupid. They're going for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They care about retaining that title. Daniel Bryan might be stupid. But his, his, <laughs> his brain's gotten hit a bunch, so that's fine. He's like, <laughs> better than it's ever been. Better than it's ever been. Uh, uh yeah, no, they, it was it was awesome. I loved the the promo before it, where they introduced each competitor and kind of like wrapped the story around, um, like just the years and years of history that really have made this match. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, when it came to just executing it, they, everyone played their job very, very well. Yeah, there was a there was a point where I'm just remembering like specific spots. There was a point where Edge and Roman went for double spears, right? Yeah, yeah. took each other. That was early on, right? Um, mm. I I wish they bonked heads. I know that's not safe, but it would have been funny if well, they especially well, especially with um Edge's neck history, any compression oh, yeah. on that oh, would yeah. not be good for his uh, his neck that's been fused together. Yeah, and if it's there was the, a good way to fake it, yeah, convincing me that would have been there. So. There is not. Um, the fucking double the double submission that they tried to do. Apparently, Roman. Oh, yes. I didn't see that. I love the the story though with that yes. that they played is that no like whenever Edge was about to get it, Daniel Bryan's there to fuck him over. Yeah, and to 
pulled the referee. He goes and gets the fucking submission. Like he stops Edge at every fucking turn to the point where Edge fucking snaps and does the concerto to fucking Daniel Bryan, Mr. Head Injury. But then also when Bryan has him, it's like, oh, you got a hurt neck? And then fucking yep. start stomping him in the uh, fucking neck. It's, yep. it's so good. Brian mm. is one of they the do best it to, professional wrestlers ever. They do um, it to make us cringe. <laughs> like yeah. they know what they're doing. Daniel Bryan love them. Go ahead. Loves trolling us so mm-hmm. much about with his head. The yes. headbutts when they were both in the thing. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. Don't do that. Um, but it's like Daniel Bryan's one of the best professional wrestlers. Edge is one of the best sports. Mm-hmm. And Roman is one of the best sports entertainers. Mm-hmm. And so you got this awesome mix of great wrestling, great entertainment, the, the, the storytelling, the psychology. Everything was great. And then I love when Oost came back um, and Roman fucking murders Edge, piles them on top. Like he said, he was going to stack them and pin them both. Yeah. And he fucking did. But mm-hmm. how, wouldn't that be Edge winning? No. It, his I, shoulders were I, on the mat. Oh, okay, 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 okay. I don't think they, they were. were. Okay, I don't think they were. Yeah, that's fine. I don't think they were, but they were. but the story. But but also, like, even if they weren't, what's the story? Like, I actually technically pinned Brian. It's like you look like such a fucking geek, dude. You got your <laughs> ass fucking. It's true. And, like, you- and they didn't go to that at all in SmackDown, which I'm very very happy. Yeah, because they yeah, no same. one looks good. No one looks good being like. But, you know, I understand that Edge is a heel right now, but like that is be- be- below him. Also, that's when a, he, that's when a he missed thing. Snapped to do. into the heel and he had the fucking look on his eyes. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh yeah, this is the old mm-hmm. fucking Edge I remember. That was just the fucking best heel, and he was because I like watched that Foley match not that long ago, like a couple oh, weeks. That was ago. so good. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, this that guy. He brought that guy out too. It, mm-hmm. it was fucking fantastic. It was my favorite match of the weekend. Um, it's I need to rewatch I, it because I was just exhausted. Like, you know, had like had watched a lot of wrestling but by the end of the week. And it was just like, I loved it, but it was just like ready to be done with WrestleMania yeah. by the end of it too, you know? Like, so I, oh, I yeah. need to rewatch it just on its own and like appreciate it. As, I've watched Bianca and Sasha four times now already, <laughs> but I need to go back to, to this one for sure. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's up there for me with uh, Cole O'Reilly and Walter. Like it's, it's, they're all right there. It was like my yeah. top matches. It was, it was very good. And Matt, going back to what you said when you said he tapped, um, apparently I think what he was doing, or rumored what he was doing, is like he was tapping Edge because the bar in his mouth was like too hard. He's like, hey, man, you're actually, that sucks. <laughs> He's like, yo, chill. Yo, chill out, bud. <laughs> I, I was just thinking about it. Like, so like Daniel Bryan like, loves to do like troll us with head stuff. Edge has been like trolling us with neck stuff, you know, since he came back. <laughs> Roman should start smoking in matches to troll us with cancer. <laughs> he's just he's just drinking juice from cooked steaks and uh <laughs> I did and also I just miss when Big Show would smoke in matches, so I know. <laughs> different time, different time. So if Roman started smoking, that'd be just fantastic like, like this is no longer tv 14 <laughs> he, he would just be like literally too sexy on tv if now without it without the vest like just like everyone wet, wet hair no shirt just smoking and but they, but they still do all the like the make-a-wish things with him he's just smoking in the kids hospitals 
just like puts it out like on his shoe and then goes in and is like, hey everybody. You just <laughs> like, see him like next to a window in the hospital, like blowing it out the window. Like a doctor <laughs> comes in, just flicks it out. Yeah. Yeah, he sprays spray some axe and like <laughs> like like blows it out the window. Oh, I'm sorry, like I got a friend that smokes, so like I I just probably smell like it. Paul Paul <laughs> sorry, Paul smokes. Paul smokes. Paul definitely smokes. Paul seems like yeah, he at least, at least definitely I, I bet Paul doesn't smoke anymore because like he he can't get sick and die because then he won't be able to get money. That's true. Knowing Paul Heyman. So I, but he definitely used to smoke. He quit smoking when he realized that it would mean he'd earn less money in his lifetime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, all yeah. in all, WrestleMania was great. It was good. WrestleMania show. in the books. Did it. Did it. We did talked it. about it. Did it, Joe. Um, so uh, do you want to talk about NXT? Fuck no, honestly. A I'm couple sorry. quick hits. Yeah, let's yeah, hit, the, like, hit the quick hits. <laughs> but Carrion's Car- promo was great. Yeah. Promo. Time always, time always reveals. Time always sets things right. The indie thing was funny. I, what? What was? Indy Hartwell. Oh, yeah, Indy pretending to die so Loomis would kidnap her. Yeah. And then Kushida was a fucking big one. Hell yeah, the yeah. little one. Oh, that's right. That was I was I was so surprised. That was really really cool. He came out in New Year, so I knew it was going to happen. <laughs> and that like, was awesome. Like Dexter Loomis being a face is so fucking weird to me. He's a he's a serial killer. He's a yeah. he's a kidnapper. Yeah, but it's like yeah. we got. But for me, it's like I really need to see. I like because I want to root for Dexter. Y'all know, but like. <laughs> He's got to. He's got to change it up. There's a. There, he has met the ceiling with that serial killer character. Johnny's a bad guy because he's annoying, and this Loomis is a good guy because he murders people. No, because he makes Indy horny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it, I gotta suspend my disbelief, but I do. I do like that part of the story. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm gonna love Matt, and this is a, just a match made for you next week. L.A. Knight versus Dexter Loomis. Oh my God! Let's go away heat with me. I, oh, I, 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 Matt hates I, L.A. Knight. I have nothing I nice to say about L.A. Knight. It's it's me. This is me versus Matt because I I fucking love L.A. Knight yeah. because because he sucks. <laughs> and Matt, I, like it, it is exactly the thing that I was talking about earlier with Baron me like loving Baron Corbin because I just pretend he is what I wish he was. <laughs> L.A. Knight Matt, is my That's, new Baron Corbin. Yo. That's what I'm doing with the Fiend story. It's mm-hmm. I'm thinking about it how I want it to be, and I'm gonna get let down, and I yeah. know I am, but I'm gonna keep. You're rooting for the story it you to want. Be good. You're rooting yeah. for the story you want. That makes sense. Yeah. Um. Let's answer a question from Doctor Blurg, our friend Emma. Emma Do fucking that. rocks. And then we'll get out of here. Outside, so much I have her name tattooed on me. Just kidding. I I, I mean I do, but it was before I knew Emma. So. <laughs> But you were just waiting for the right Emma to come along. You just love Bonerver. Yeah, I just love Bonerver. Uh, um, outside of obvious racist, homophobic, shitty imagery, if you could gain total ownership of a single image, effectively erasing it from the world, what image would you take? Like, is so there a meme it, you hate and never want to see online again? So, like an NFT that we get to throw in the trash. Yes. Pickle Rick. Pickle oh, Rick. Oh, fuck. Ooh, that's, a good that's good. That's pretty good. 
Okay. I I, I loved that show until oh, that Pickle Rick became a thing. So because that the, shows that show's good. That episode is excellent. Uh, Pickle Rick. Oh, ugh, it's it's ugh. like the cake is a lie. Like that shit from Portal. Like that was like literally every meme on the internet for like five years back in 2007. Mm-hmm. Uh, like that game's great. Get rid of that. Like there's mm-hmm. some, there's a lot of things that I would do this with, but pickle Rick. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That got my mind moving, but I'm still thinking Matt, you go, you have one. What image would I just like to erase from? Yeah. From, from this godforsaken earth. Yeah. Aside from the, the obvious. Yeah. Like, like yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, God damn, dude. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That's a great question, Emma. Yeah. There's a lot of images in this world that upset me in a way, but shoot dang, shoot dang. I'm trying to, my, my brain's trying to fire them off. Um, this is just a random one. Shirts with Stewie from Family Guy on them. Oh. Stewie shirts. Stewie, Stewie shirts. shirts. I want to make a shirt that's pickle Stewie. <laughs> that, that has to exist. Yeah, I mean, like, in, along those same lines, any of those images from, like, shirts that are just, like, sorry, if you're going to talk to me, sarcasm comes as a package deal. Or, like, any of those, like, ones that are just, like, don't, like, on my shirt, being like, I'm edgy and get into the conversation with me. You Now you're prepared. Any of those, I'm just like, fuck off. But, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Piggle Rick is the best answer. That really is. It is. is. This isn't this isn't Stewie, but it's uh, I found one of Peter. Oh, it's Peter. Pickle, Pickle Pete? Pete. Pickle Pete. Pickle Pete. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Pickle Rick's just too good. Too good. Yeah. Too good. Yeah. Um, okay. One. I do have one. I do have one. Um. There is an issue. I think it's All Star Batman, Batman and Robin, where Batman calls. Um. Robin a slur um for disabled people. Um so I would uh, <laughs> I would erase that. You know what's another one? I the uh even though it, it's I fun guess to that's make... shitty and it doesn't follow it doesn't never mind. It doesn't I would take a bad thing from uh uh oh my god, the prequels. Is it Revenge of the Sith? Is the third one in the prequels? Yes. I would take out mm-hmm. the no <laughs> the movie. Okay. I want Vader to like That'd me. Be good. Yeah. Um, God, I keep getting advert ads for a shirt that is like Anakin in the pod racer and it in like big like writing says now this is pod racing. Um and I I have almost bought it a few times. Um let's say late at night in on planet Rob Van Dam. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's because you keep looking at it, you keep clicking, and they're like, know. No, I want this no, baby. I don't even click, I don't even click on it. I have screenshot I have four different screenshots of the ad popping up on Instagram for me though. Ooh, you might. I I have a feeling that if you linger on an ad, they know that it's exactly. That. I, they, they monitor how how quick it takes you to scroll past things. And, and I would not be surprised if they actually have screen like screenshots built into that too. Oh, like gross. if people are screenshotting ads because like that's an easy like thing to do. I have used yeah. stuff like that uh, when I back when I worked in marketing. So. Spooky. They're watching us. I had oh. something installed on my email that let me know when you opened it. Like Katie has that too, and that stresses me out because sometimes I open people's emails and I let that fuckers marinate. I, I probably 
I probably told Katie about it when Katie started at page one. <laughs> yeah, probably. That's back when I started, started using it. Yeah. Well, you know, past the show, it's yeah. been like, what, six hours? Something like that. Been this like, episode you know, was sometimes, about sometimes as long as WrestleMania. Yeah. Still going um, on. But yeah. Thank you all for listening. <sighs> and uh, Russell Boys 316. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I'm Pickle Rick. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh no. Oh, oh no. We're all we're all Pickle Rick in, in the end. <laughs> I, I-